Blog Talk Radio. You're now tuned in to Culture Freedom Radio, the home of Lions Vibe Radio, Liberation Tabernacle Ministry, and much, much more. Talk radio that wake up the minds of the people. Peace and greetings, family. Peace and greetings. Peace and greetings. How y'all doing out there, family? How y'all doing out there? Man, yeah, what's up? Damn, I've been gone from blog talking. God damn, it's still difficult, man, to go and get in this show. I don't know, man. I don't, damn, blog talk. <laughs> I mean, what it is, man, I, it, it's, sorry about the pause and the silence, but I'm trying to even wait on that. All right, all right. Yeah, sorry about the delay in that. Um, yeah, because what is going on when I'm clicking the button is to, to to play the sound effects and whatever I'm trying to play, it just sits there. You finished? You done? Okay, thank you. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, sorry about that, fam. Yeah, that's I, when I click it, it's just spin and spin and spin. Then y'all see how it double play did what it wanted to do on its own. Okay, all right, all right, that's enough. But peace and greetings, family. How y'all doing? And welcome, welcome in one more time to Culture Freedom Radio Network right here on this Friday night, man. Welcome in to Friday night conversation with Culture Freedom Radio Network. Check this out, family. Check this out. We did have something else we were supposed to be doing tonight. It's still going to go on right here, but actually we weren't even supposed to be on Blog Talk tonight. We was actually supposed to be on YouTube. Uh, we planned to be on YouTube, what I said I was going to be on YouTube, uh, with Chief Rabbi David Israel and Brother Justice. Um, most definitely, man, we was in the house the other day. Man, y'all go and check out the YouTube channel. If you don't know about the YouTube channel or you hadn't subscribed to it, go and check out Lions Vibe Radio. Yes, sir. I said Lions Vibe Radio right there on YouTube. Uh, go over there and check it out, man. Subscribe to the channel. I think we're gonna change. We're gonna change that name as well again. Constantly update, y'all. Got to update. Got to update. Since it's, it's, it would be on YouTube, we thought it would be um, fitting to uh, just call it something like television because it's visual. Uh, you know, it's gonna be visual, so you can be able to see. Uh, you'd be to see who's on there. You'd be to see, oh, you know, old creative brother Minister Sunray. You know, my little wild looking chef. Y'all will see me on there uh, as well. So you can be able to see, and as I be showing books and things of this nature, and I have, I'm gonna be trying to show documentations of certain things. Or, um, but we're gonna call it. Uh, uh, what, what would I say, y'all? Hell, I just lost train of thought. <laughs> lines, lines vibe TV, lines vibe TV. But just look it up right there on YouTube. I hadn't changed it over yet, so uh, I'll probably do that maybe Sunday or something, because I'm still trying to do update icons and things of this nature. So you can go and check it out right there, Lions Vibe Radio on YouTube. And also, uh, go ahead and check out and subscribe to the other channel, Liberation Tabernacle Ministries. Liberation Tabernacle Ministries, that'll be our other show that we're going to be doing, like I the ministry thing. I got some things. Got one video up there so far, but go check that out and subscribe to Liberation Tabernacle Ministries. And I think I'll probably be on there. That way, you know, because I might be on there Sunday doing a show on there or some Sunday. So go over there and check that out. And we're going to start having a schedule um, 
on there. And we talked about it. We kind of talked about it. And we're going to have set days that we're going to do shows on there as well. So, you know, go ahead and subscribe to it. That way, you know, y'all already know how to go when you subscribe. Go ahead and subscribe. And that way you get notifications when we're uh, coming on. So we're going to be set days that we will do that. And especially Liberation, Ta- Liberation Tabernacle. Probably be a one day out of a week because um, it's not going to be every day. We're just going to be on there. Uh, but one day of the week set to do that show. But tonight, as uh, Rena I'm mentioning this, um, as I told the brothers on the, um, the other day when we was having the show, I think Wednesday, uh, we was on uh, Lines by Radio, that I was going to, man, I was going to uh, kind of sit back tonight, man, and let the Chief Rabbi David Israel and Brother Justice, yes, sir, Brother Justice, peace to that brother, uh, they were going to spearhead the show tonight. They was going to be the anchors tonight, the leading anchors of the show. I'm going to be here, but I want to let them brothers go ahead and do their thing. It's uh, what Baby Boy said, let them do their thug fizzle. Yeah, come on in here and do their thug fizzle. Come on in here and do their thing tonight. And whatever information they present tonight, hey, I'm going to be in the background, playing the background, but uh, as an engineer, and I'm going to be trying to do some other stuff. Cause I, I'm actually planning and I'm looking at it right now as I'm uh, pondering, trying to maybe try to get this website, get a, uh, another website back up and running. So I'm looking at it and pondering right now exactly what I will be doing. And also, family, I, I mentioned this later in the show. I don't want to get to that right now. But before I do that, you know, I always got to do this one right here, man. I got to come on in here. I got to have me some hype music. Y'all know I got to have me a little theme music. What they said, and I'm going to get this up there. Every hero had to have some theme music but i I ain't trying to i ain't no hero but for the night for i gotta get into this right here y'all don't mind y'all don't mind let me do this one right here oh man i gotta start this one off right here this is priest daniela man priest daniela with war hymns wake up the minds featuring brother ash priest daniela and we're gonna get right on into this program tonight right here friday night conversation with culture freedom radio hosted by chief rabbi david israel and Brother Justice. Yeah, let's get it. Bam, bam. Uh. Uh. Captain Ash, Yasha Allah. Priest Daniel Allah. Uh. Straight from the tribe of Judah, the sons of Jacob Coming to wake up all the lost and scattered To call and gather together, see that's all that matters Make the decision to stop with all the hate and division We got lives to save, that's a major provision Raised in the system, enslaved in prisons as teenagers Lead majors, bionic man, working for free labor And wonder why we suffer disaster Cause Stockholm Syndrome got you loving your master But y'all don't hear me though 2018 still pointing fingers like Arsenio Neglecting self-reflection Ducking filthy mirrors But steady on your knees Wondering when will he hear us You don't know the scriptures though Still celebrating Christmas Kissing under mistletoes A pagan calling yourselves Christians Listen we sick of those Cooning for the master type House niggas for sale Two for one a math for dice Evil doers lovers of money Call them pastor ice Run up in your church and your pulpit And snatch your mic The type of shit the men of Lord to try Because I'm fortified Squeezing at you heathens It's your modern day Mordecai I had too much knowledge It might break up the rhyme I did it anyway just to wake up your mind I said too much knowledge It might break up the flow I did it anyway because
Cause my people need to know I said so much knowledge It might break up the rhyme I did it anyway just to wake up your mind I said too much knowledge It might break up the flow I did it anyway because my people need to know So you jakes are from Wakanda now It's like y'all even blinded now Worst case, Sunday morning filling church plates for collection And you praying, preach a line You say amen when he told you Your black skin comes from some curse of Canaan Through robbery and swearing and religious racketeering Our condition comes from a continuous lack of hearing When we're spoken to, I'm hoping to give truth to people close to you Hear or forbear, you did what you're supposed to do Our people hate correction, of course, and no direction If my words offend you, that was never my intention But damn y'all, how y'all let that cat polite scam y'all Our people are destroyed like hurricanes making landfall And y'all not really activists, y'all agents on the active list Who teach us to be pacifists when all you're really after is the money full of greed But won't help those in need Fake with no evidence It's gonna be a record I said so much knowledge It might break up the rhyme I did it anyway Just to wake up your mind I said too much knowledge It might break up the flow I did it anyway Because my people need to know I said too much knowledge It might break up the rhyme I did it anyway Just to wake up your mind I said too much knowledge It might break up the flow I did it anyway Because my people need to know I like that one right there, fam. I like that one right there. Yeah, that was Priest Daniela, man. Yeah, Priest Daniela called the War Hymns Wake Up the Minds featuring Ash. Go and check him out, man. Here, this is brother right there. Uh, just trying to show some love and support. You can go and check out his website for more music and things of that nature right there. Is his website is wakeupjacob12.com wakeupjacob12.com most definitely man I like that one right there oh war hymns because we are truly at war and yes we must wake up the minds y'all know how we say it right here at Culture Freedom Radio you know that's one of our phrases man we're here to wake up the minds of our people Hey, with that one said, man, we're going to go ahead and bring these brothers in this house. We're going to see what the Chief Rabbi David Israel got on the mic, on his, on the, uh, well, on the mic. What he going to spit on the mic? His brother Everett would say, what he going to spit on the mic? Yeah, what he going to throw down with today? And Chief Rabbi, I mean, now I said, finna call him Chief Rabbi. See, I know I better shut up tonight because I can't even get this thing right. What Brother Jesse is going to bring to the table today. Yeah, let's get these brothers in the house and see what they got for you tonight right here on Culture Freedom Radio. So, peace. I forgot, y'all. Peace. Hotel. Assalamu alaikum. Shalom and Baragani and all of those good, peaceful, black, African, Hebrew, whatever, y'all, smoish salutations out to you. Oh, Islam. Yeah, Islam, or all of those good salutations to you, family, right here. Because this is Culture Freedom Radio, man. Y'all know how we're going to practice our culture with freedom. Yeah, once we get this beast out the way, we can do that in peace. So, yeah, we're going to make sure we get all those greetings in there. Let me get the Chief Rabbi in the house. Let me get the Chief Rabbi in the house. Shalom, Shabbat Shalom, Chief Rabbi David Israel. Peace. Hey, hey, Shabbat Shalom, KM. Loud and clear. Shabbat shalom, assalamu alaikum. Uh, Baragani Hotel. Uh, I take uh, peace, black power, black laws, law, black peace. The Jada Lahu. Yep. And uh, 
brother Justice, Alhamdulillah, Rafi Alabi, Maliki Yama You know he gonna brother. get you. You know he gonna get you when he get in here. Okay, he mentioned 
abolishing the 13th Amendment. I want to know how many people have read the Constitution of the United States and the 13th Amendment. I want to know who, who knows what is in the 13th Amendment and what that stands what it stands for for black people. And if you abolish it, what would that mean? And why would Kanye West say something if he didn't fully, thoroughly investigate what he was saying? So to me, it's like, why didn't he at least have Dr. Boyce Watkins with him or a type of a scholar sitting next to him, uh, you know, who can, who can rule? be someone that has the right information and the facts to present to the president where there wouldn't be any room for uh, making light of it or making a joke out of what he's trying to say. Because a lot of the media, they make a joke out of what Kanye's trying to say. So hey, Kanye was I just serious enough. Website my business. Let me show you how I did it. Let's go. Uh, muchas gracias, President. Okay, go ahead. Touch on that, brother David. Uh, on uh, on, on what? Talking about Kanye West visiting Trump. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm gonna get into something I was thinking about. Now, I was hearing John Lennon saying saying that uh, joking Kanye West earlier too. But mm-hmm. I would love to not speak on uh, Kanye West is all the way fucked up. Because one thing I heard Kanye West say, and I know y'all might say David might be a cool and I'm Kanye West and uh, Trump. But uh, I'm going to tell you something. I heard some great things that Kanye said. I know some of y'all might say, oh, he's been still brother Justin. I know where you're going at. You, from a democratic standpoint, is going to be to the opposing of Kanye. Now, Kavakan, Kavakan. Now, brother Justin, you and Don Lemon said the same fucking thing. So, I'm going to give you that. This is what I'm going to say. Now, Kanye West, he was saying a, spoke on a few things. He said that we need to stop branding ourselves with brands, and we need to build our own brand. He said since slavery and I think me and Brother Summary spoke on this. Since slavery, we blame uh, racism on a lot of reasons why we can't get that. Uh, on the reason why a lot of us don't have that, which I heard, which it does have a big part to do with such a lot of black folks when they try to get hit. But Kanye West was saying that also you have rich black folks who can build up a nation. He was saying how, you know, if we put, cut racism out and see that racism is about money. Because he did say 
in which I agree with them on. You know, a lot of times, you know, racism, when it comes time for a lot of white folks to go against this because it's about money, you know, <laughs> especially with the media, TMZ. They brand black folks in a fucked up light, especially a lot of black stars. Now, Kanye West said that black folks, instead of us helping to build other people's brands, we need to get us a brand. We need to get some land, which I heard Kanye West say in that interview, okay, when he was talking to Donald Trump, and he had Jim Brown, the legendary honorable Jim Brown right next to him. I don't give a fuck what y'all say. And Jim Brown, anytime he said what Kanye said was all right, some of it, you know it must have been some truth. Now, Kanye West had showed Donald Trump the new airplane that Alpha was built for Donald Trump. He also said that by making ourselves look good, by making him look good, we make the by making them look good, we make us look good. I agree with him on that. It's time for us to start helping one another out and start building our own shit. Which Kanye West was talking about how he was trying to get his brother Larry Hoover out of jail. Now I know Kim Kardashian helped a lot of jailbirds. A lot of people have been incarcerated out of jail. He's been trying to free a lot of political prisoners. And I see Kanye West. He he helped LeBron James build that school. A lot of y'all don't know that, but he actually helped LeBron James build that school. Now, Kanye West, in that whole interview, he wasn't all off. He was saying how we blame slavery, but the reason why we don't have nothing. Oh, the white man is white man. And I feel Kanye West on that. Because we have Umar Johnson, who had all this money to build school, and he did. The whole time, the white man blocked me and blocked my GoFundMe account. That's not all the way true, nigga. You know, so when you're looking at Kanye West, man, we need to quit that coming up with that uh, 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 slavery shit. That's what he was talking about when he was talking about 13th Amendment. 13th Amendment is talking about the abolishing of slavery. Which he was saying, when black folks had a chance, when we slavery was abolished, we had our chance to build shit up, which I agree with him, because it seemed like after slavery, black folks was better after slavery than we is now. I hate that, but you had people like William Crowdy, who after the Reconstruction, after the Buffalo Soldiers uh, uh, fought with the Indians, the first a black union, black union of soldiers in the U.S. military. After that, civil war happened in which 
we helped fight in Oklahoma, we had black men who came back that actually bought land in Oklahoma, that built, built towns, that actually built their own, uh, had their own farm, that raised their own food, that had their own aid. So when Kanye West was talking about the abolishing of slavery, which we have talked about the late 1800s when this happened in some parts of Mississippi and, and certain parts of Alabama, hell, there was still slavery. And matter of fact, there's still fucking cotton fields in Mississippi and Alabama. Okay? Hell, so, uh, so when we look at the abolition of slavery, of so-called Boston slavery, which Kanye was brought up, he was speaking on how we have had our chance to get us the nation. And since Donald Trump has came in, he has told us that so-called America to get up off our lady ass and start doing Instead of us paying the Chinese, just paying all these people other countries the uh, uh, the sew our clothes to build our brand. We need to build our own brand. And so Kanye West spoke on us funding our own people, funding our own company instead of sending it over there to China. Instead of sending it to Latinos. Sending it to us. Build our own companies in America. Okay, so Kanye West spoke on this. I, I know, brother, Justice, I know you're a damn Democrat, and you are a Democrat. I mean, a Democrat. And I know you're a Latino Democrat, so you don't know no goddamn better. El says, so best me el culo puta. Okay, so. You yeah, know, I know you. Uh, well. I'm just Spanish. not getting into my. I'm just oh, not yeah. getting home. So I'm going to get away scot free with that one. Yeah, until you get ready, right, Fair Justice. Shalaki, uh, can I can I jump in for one second? I want, uh, and I want to add. I want to add something. Why you he, he just got in? Kind of what Dave touching on about the um, what he was talking about the Thirteenth Amendment, right, fast. And I, you know, I really didn't want to get into it because, you know, the, the whole thing about him and Trump and everything, I, I really want to go in and touch on that because, oh, it, it, it is, some people say some coonery and this and that. So I was, I was going to stay the hell out of that. But here, here's the thing, whether he was up there cooning, cooning or not, or being, uh, 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 what's, they was, I seen some pictures people had put up there, somebody, he was, uh, Samuel Jackson and doing Candyland and, but see why people making fun and, and being ignorant to the fact, even though we, it's just like watching a movie and I'm gonna hear up. It's just like watching a movie. If you watch it for entertainment, that's what, that's what the hell you're going to get. You're going to get entertained. Just like the movie 2012, there was a lot of stuff in that movie 2012. What were they running to for safety? But anyway, there's a lot of movies you watch. If you just, like I said, you want to be entertained, that's what the hell you're going to get. But if you really like Brother Dave was saying, Chief Rabbi was saying, he, even people saying he was just ratting and raving. He was saying he was touching on some shit that some black folks need to pay attention. He was talking to the white world when he was on there. 
I'm talking about the 13th Amendment. How many, like, like like you said, Brother Dave, how many people even, well, I think it was Brother Justin, how many people even knew about that 13th Amendment in the Constitution before he brought that out? I know one, but one of my coworkers, he didn't know. That's one I know. And, and, And how many people, now he brought to the world now, and if people listen to them, like, wait a minute, what the fuck is he talking about, about the 13th Amendment? I need to go check this out. And I like the way he broke. I got I got the clip, Dave. I think this would. It's about nine minutes. I'll play when y'all, y'all get ready to. But he mentioned now, and you really pay attention. He was talking about that 13th Amendment and how it, it was like a trap door. It was just like a trap door. And you just be walking by and you fall into it. And he was telling people, man, that right there, it was even though they lied and said they abolished slavery and it was done away with, but they left a loophole. They left a loophole to still practice slavery, legal slavery in America. So with that one, I said yeah. he was on. See, that why I said people got to pay attention. And you get Don Lemonhead ass. I'm, I'm, I'm going to calm down. You get that punk ass Don Lemon up there. And, and, and I got some. And I got some too late on. Go ahead, birthday. Speak on that old gas, retarded Don Lemon. Yeah. And I got some. I got yeah, some I'm gonna play later too, bro. If, yeah, when y'all when y'all have a space for some y'all, when y'all run out of whatever material thing, I, I got some I want to play, and that was come from Cross the Line Radio, uh, with Captain Desorio, uh, I I S U P K them, but they did. I got some I want to play, and and this is very important that y'all need to really pay attention to, and and notice if y'all ain't paid attention, y'all don't know about it. These goddamn so called gatekeepers, and I want to play this one. Now, number one, yes, Don Lemon admit that he's a, he's gay. It's open. Now, I'm going to play something later on that really y'all want to start paying attention to. But Don Lemon, why do – now, he, is, he's, the, why he's the only anchor on CNN. Everything that's something they got to do, Don Lemon, Lemonhead, I call him Don Lyman, that motherfucker, he always got to be the one that got to be the spokesmodel. For everything that go on, they stick the mic in his face. Y'all talking about he's sticking the mic in Kanye's face. Why everything that goes on, be controversial, they stick the mic in front of Don Lemon, his motherfucking mouth, in front of his face, and let him say all the crazy. And I heard one of them anchor ones, uh, uh, another black person, I forgot who it was, talked about and said, see, that's when, damn, he said something about another. That's what that's what you get when you have an uneducated Negro or, or a Negro who don't know how to read or something. Somebody, one of them on, on CNN said, call the man a Negro on CNN. On CNN, call the man a Negro. See, this is what you get when you get an un, uh, uneducated Negro or a Negro. And I think he said a Negro who don't know how to read. See how they play? See, y'all paying attention to what Kanye West was talking about. He cooning. Look what the motherfuckers at CNN had Don Lemon, and it was a couple of other panel of people on CNN had them cooning, what we say, causing division against another black man who was trying to let y'all know, look, y'all better pay attention to this 13th Amendment shit. Y'all be talking about uh, why black men are going to uh, going to jail in record numbers. Y'all better t- pay attention to this goddamn 13th Amendment with these privatized prisons. Hello, y'all. I might be out here acting a goddamn fool with this red ass hat. Time out, I'm, it make me out of Superman, but I'm playing a game. I'm playing a game to distract these motherfuckers. So y'all want, so I'm, I'm looking at my super conscious people so y'all can catch on to what I'm saying. 
tap into my spiritual self, and this is what I'm saying on the spiritual. See, the white folks ain't smart enough to catch on to this shit, what I'm doing. Y'all supposed to be, y'all black folks, we spiritual, we higher than them. We more intelligent than them. So catch on what I'm saying. Forget the character that I'm playing right now. Catch on to what the fuck I'm saying. I got national television right now. I'm giving bro, black folk. Can't nobody, like you said, bro, uh, 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 couldn't he, why, he, why couldn't he took a, um, somebody from the, they ain't going to let no damn, uh, what's the dude, uh, Boyce Watkins in the White House. Boyce Watkins ain't going in the White House. So sometimes you got to have a, somebody like a Kanye West who he's the entertainer. Remember, y'all, y'all be, everybody beating up on Kanye West. Let me say something right fast, too. And I'm, I'm pull the shit up. I'll pull the these brothers. Everybody beating up on Kanye West. Kanye West is a fucking rapper, entertainer, and a performer. Yes, he might have a little intelli- in a, in a, you know, intelligence about himself. So when we just, oh, man, he up there bullshitting. He's an entertainer. He's a performer. Yes, he's, he's not a fucking diplomat. He's not a, a, a no, he ain't going to go up there and articulate the shit just like uh, what you call Roland Martin was talking about. It. Well, he should have said this. If he had known, Roland Martin, and I like you too. Roland Martin unfielded. Y'all check him out. But he's not that Roland Martin. That's not what he do. That's not what he do. He's not the Martin Luther King. He's a performer. He's a rapper. So when people get up there and say he cool and he doing this, you know what, though? Would I give him respect? See, I, like I said, I'm trying to look at the more into this shit. I'm looking more into this. Because even when he's cool and y'all, we're going to play the clip. Listen deeper to what he's saying. What What, what we say? And we and black folks in the country community say this shit all the time. The spook who sat at the door. The spook is in the White House door. Another one, why y'all ain't saying nothing about Jim Brown? Everything about Kanye West. Jim Brown was right there. Ain't nobody calling him no coon. Oh, because Kanye West was outspoken. He was loud. And you know what? He appealing to a more younger crowd than a lot of us old heads. So we talking about the spook at the dough. The spook was in, in the dough, sounding out the trumpets, saying, y'all high your spiritual conscious black folks. Pay attention to what I'm saying in front of these white folks. They can't catch this shit I'm throwing out to y'all. I'm throwing y'all a hint. Hint, hint, black, hint, hint. I'm playing a fool with this goddamn red hat talking about Superman and shit. I, I, they think I'm clown. See, they so used to black folks that do coon, but they ain't kept paying attention. To those white people, like, oh, God damn, look what Kanye doing. He throwing us some subliminal. Another thing, why ain't none of these other super black ass people that we talk about? Now, I'm using some of these other folks, that, these motherfuckers, higher knowledge ass people. Why y'all ain't in the White House talking no more? Y'all ain't even trying to go in there because you know what? People, y'all gonna throw say Donald Trump racist. When the fuck white folks ain't been racist? How many, how many other presidents been in the White House hadn't, that hadn't been racist? Donald Trump ain't the only one. So now, now, now we want to pull out the race card now? Now we want to pull out the race card? Ah, uh, okay, I see how this game go. But the thing about it, why ain't nobody else trying to meet? Or, or I mean, you know, at least he's getting in there throwing out hint to y'all ass. Whether Donald Trump do anything or not, I ain't looking for what motherfucker one of these white folks to do shit for me. I'm I'm straight. I'm damn near like like I played this song Lid Duval said. Man, I'm living my best life. I ain't giving a fuck. <laughs> I'm living my best life. The best life I can. It could be better. And this motherfucker one of Donald Trump doing this or that, that ain't bothered. Come on, bro. Black folks still balling. We still having a good time doing what we doing. Even in our ignorance, we still have we living the best life in even in ignorance. 
Nobody worry about no motherfucking what Donald Trump gonna do for us. But let me hear up, shut up. But pay attention, man. See when you criticize, look at them other house niggas they put up there to criticize. And that gatekeeper, what's his name? I'm gonna play some on that gatekeeper. Y'all better pay attention. They putting these gay them gay ass dudes out in front of y'all, these gay people out here, and look what they doing. At least Kanye got it. Well, I ain't gonna go into that. But pay attention, man. He was bringing something to light that black most black people should have been paying a fucking attention to. That prison shit. And they've been talking, a lot of people have been talking about prison reform. Oh, another thing, I'm gonna hear up. Why don't don't y'all forget now? Uh Steve Harvey went to the White House. See, and I noticed today Steve Harvey wasn't at work because he knew what? Kanye went there yesterday to the White House. And just so happened, Steve Harvey didn't bring his ass to work because what happened? He knew that was going to be the topic of conversation. So in that, he didn't want to like, fuck that. I ain't had a motherfucker talking about, hey, I went to the White House too. Well, not the White House, but I went to Trump Plaza too. And what happened to the meeting with Steve Harvey? What did he tell y'all? That he was trying to get, talk to Steve, uh, um, Donald Trump to get jobs. At least we heard Kanye West throwing out business plans and talking about business. You ain't heard shit really what Steve Harvey said. He he never told y'all, or he gave y'all a blueprint of what he was supposed to have been talking about. He talking about he supposed to been meeting with him, talking about some urban development. But y'all never heard a goddamn thing that Steve Harvey went to the White House to really say. Me heard shit. Now, was was he cooning? He was the first one to run up there. He was the first one. People said they used, they used Kanye West for a photo op. Steve, your boy Steve Harvey was the first one that went there. Huh? I'm just telling y'all, pay attention, man. But, bro, hear he, he your clip right fast. It's like eight minutes long. It's Kanye West. Pay attention, family. Um, really, the reason why they imprisoned him is because he started doing positive for the community. He started showing that he actually had power, that he wasn't just one of a monolithic voice, but he could wrap people around. So there's theories that there's infinite amounts of universe and there's alternate universe. So it's very important for me to get Hoover out because in an alternate universe, I am him. And I have to go and get him free because he was doing positive inside of Chicago, just like how I'm moving back to Chicago and it's not just about you know, getting on stage and being an entertainer and having a monolithic voice that's forced to be a specific party. You know, people expect that if you're black, you have to be Democrat. I have a, uh, I've, I've had conversations that basically said that welfare is the reason why a lot of black people end up being Democrat. They say, you know, first of all, it, it, it's a limit to amount of jobs. Uh, so the, the fathers lose the jobs and they say, we'll give you more money for having more kids in your home. And then we got rid of the mental health institutes in the 80s and the 90s and the prison rates just shot up. And now you have Chirac, what people call Chirac, which is actually our uh, murder rate is going down by 20% every year. I just talked to the superintendent, met with Michael Sachs, that's Ron, Ron's uh, right-hand man. So uh, I think it's the bravery that helps you beat this game called life. You know, they tried to scare me to not wear this hat. My own friends but this hat, it gives, me, it gives me power in a way. You know, my dad and my mom separated, so I didn't have a lot of male energy in my home. And also, uh, I'm married to a family that, um, you know, <laughs> not a lot of male energy going on. It's beautiful, though. But there's times where, you know, it's something about 
You know, I love Hillary. I love everyone, right? But the campaign, I'm with her, just didn't make me feel as a guy that didn't get to see my dad all the time, like a guy that could play catch with his son. It was something about when I put this hat on, it made me feel like Superman. You made a Superman. That was, that's my favorite superhero. And you made a Superman cape for me also as a guy that looks up to you, looks up to Ralph Lauren, looks up to American industry guys. Non-political, no bullshit, put the beep on it, however you want to do it, five seconds delay, and just goes in and gets it done. Right now, you gave me the heart to go to Adidas because at Adidas, when I went in in 2015, we were a $14 billion company losing $2 billion a year. Now we have a $38 billion market cap. It's called the Yeezy effect. And I went to Casper. We had a meeting in Chicago. And I said, you have to bring manufacturing on shore, in, not even shore, into the core. It's not about the borders, the core of Adidas. And Chicago is the core of middle America. We have to make middle America strong. So I had the balls, because I had enough balls to put on this hat. I, I mean, this Adidas thing made me a billionaire. And I could have lost $200 million walking away from that deal. But even with that, I knew it was more important for me to take the chance of walking away from that deal than to have no fathers in Chicago with no homes. And when we do have prison reprobation, for no, because it's, uh, uh, it's habilitation, not rehabilitation, because we didn't have the abilities in the first place. We never had anyone who taught us. You didn't teach us. Exactly. We didn't have no one to taught us, right? So um, uh, it's more important than any specific deal, any, anything, that we bring jobs into America and that we provide a transition with mental health and the American um, uh, education curriculum that uh, Jim has worked on. Larry Hoover also has a curriculum that he's worked on. We have Montessori curriculums that we worked on. WeWorks has a beautiful curriculum. The Waldorf um, establishment has a curriculum. Uh, we have meditation. There's a lot of things affecting our mental health that makes us do crazy things that puts us back into that trap door called the 13th Amendment. I did say abolish with the hat on because why would you keep something around that's a trap door? If you build in a floor, the Constitution is the base of our, of our industry, right, of, of, our of our country, of our company. Would you build a trap door that if you mess up and you accidentally something happens, you fall and you end up next to the Unabomber? You end up, you got to remove all that trap door out of the relationship. The four gentlemen that wrote the 13th Amendment, um, and I think the way the universe works is perfect. We don't have 13 floors, do we? You know, so the four, uh, the four gentlemen that wrote the 13th Amendment didn't look like the people they were amending. Also, at that point, it was illegal for blacks to read or African Americans to read. Um, and so that meant if you actually read the amendment, you get locked up and turned to a slave. Again, so what I think is we don't need sentences, we need pardons. We need to talk to people. Uh, I was diagnosed with bipolar disorder. I was connected with a neuropsychologist that works with the athletes in the NBA and the NFL. And he, he looked at my brain, it's equal on three parts. I'm gonna go ahead, drop some bombs for you, 98 percentile IQ test. I had a 75 percentile of all human beings, but it was counting eight numbers backwards off of the piece, so I'm gonna work on that one. The other one's 98 percent, Tesla, Freud. You know, so um, he said that I actually wasn't bipolar. I had sleep deprivation, which could cause dementia 10 to 20 years 
from now where I wouldn't even remember my son's name. So all this power that I got, and I'm taking my son to the Sox game and all that, I wouldn't be able to remember his name from a misdiagnosis. And what we need is we can empower the pharmaceuticals and, and make more money. That's one thing. I've never stepped into a situation where I didn't make people more money. So we can empower pharmaceuticals. We can empower our industries. We can empower our factories. We can bring not only Adidas on shore. We can bring Foxconn to set up a factory in, I think, Minnesota. 53,000. Yeah, Wisconsin. They have 4,000 jobs, people making $53,000 a year. And one of the things we got to set is Ford to have the highest design, the dopest cars, the most amazing. I don't really say dope. I don't say negative words and try to flip them. We just say positive, lovely, divine, universal words. So the flyest, freshest, most amazing car. And what we want to start with is uh, I, I, I brought a, a gift with me right here. Um, this right here is the iPlane 1. It's a hydrogen powered uh, airplane. And this is what our president should be flying in. Look at this chair. <laughs> don't get rid of Air Force One. Can we get rid of Air Force One? No, 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 don't do that. Don't do that. Well, we're going to have Apple, an American company, work on this plane with. But you know what I don't like about, it's not that I don't like, what I, what I need Saturday Night Live to improve on or what I need the liberals to improve on is, if he don't look good, we don't look good. This is our president. He has to be the freshest, the flyest, the flyest planes, the best factories, and we have to make our core be in power. We have to bring jobs into America because our best export is entertainment and ideas. But when we make everything in China and not in America, then we're cheating on our country. And we're putting people in positions that have to do illegal things to end up in the cheapest factory ever, the, uh, the prison system. I'll tell you what, that was pretty impressive. <laughs> <laughs>
Then all of a sudden he's talking about a hydrogen planes for the president. So it's like for me, I I can't really take it so seriously what he says. Um, he 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 said that he wouldn't. He said that if he would have voted, he would have voted for Trump. Here's a person that don't even vote. He so don't he even vote. vote. He said so he if vote. I if I would have voted, I would have voted for Trump. No, he didn't vote. He, he mm. talks, see, that's what I mean about our people. We talk so much, like, we so smart, we know so much, and he's an idiot. Anybody who don't participate or don't uh, make any type of talking points that have anything to do with how voting is or how you go out and vote or how the voting process works at all. You're just rambling on about stuff. I hear people do that all the time. Then at the end of the conversation, they say, that's why I don't vote. And I say, damn, I wish I would have known that you didn't vote because I wouldn't rather, I'd rather not hear any of your jargon about politics. I only take people well, you, serious. Hold on, hold on. Let me, I got I to stop. I gotta, well, let me stop you right now, then. Let me stop you right now. I don't well, I just got a voter registration card. You know what? I'm not finna vote. So I guess you can stop listening to me. I guess you can stop listening to me. Cause you cause there's reason I I'm not gonna vote. That's who the fuck I mean, we've been voting and what what we've been getting. I'm not gonna vote. So I guess you can stop listening to me right now then. You can stop That's listening to me. I'm I'm not a um See like I said Okay, brother Sir Ray. It's your right to vote. If it's your right and you see, but I don't have to do what you do. If you feel it's in the best interest for you to do that, brother, that's more power to you. I said fucking black power to you. Go ahead. That's what you do. But you can't criticize another person because they say that's not in my interest to do that. Brother Malcolm didn't see the same. He didn't see they were fighting for the same. Him and brother, they were uh, uh, Dr. King them. They seemed to need and the necessity they were to, to, to fight for the need of what was going on with black people. They just had a different way of going by. They still had this passion that black man, something wrong with black people. But they did had a different way of going by. The black power movement and the civil rights movement. They had that's why they kinda had beef, but they still had that love and desire to help black vote. So whether you vote, I, I won't I really ain't gonna say, man, I'm not gonna tell, criticize you because you vote, bruh. You can't criticize. If I don't do that to you, you can't criticize me for saying why I don't vote. Because when, okay, when all of y'all vote, you know what I can do? You know what I can turn around and do? So when you vote for these politicians and you go out and vote and then they don't do shit for you, what I can say if I wanted to, if I, if, not just me, but I'm just using me as an example. I could be one of them, old, one of them arrogant ones that see that I told y'all dumb ass. Y'all out here voting for these goddamn white folks. Y'all out here voting for these crackers, and they put y'all ass in prison. They still doing this. I can come up with all kind of scenarios. See, this is why I ain't vote. See, y'all always doing that old dumbass shit, and y'all criticize me that I ain't vote. Now, they vote, and they don't, the one you just voted for, now, he don't pass the law that's finna lock all black people ass up. See that? That's what y'all ass get before. See, I could turn around and easily do that. Anybody that don't vote, they could turn around and do that. 
So you, whatever you feel that's in the best interest, brother, and number one is you voting for the best interest that's going to help your life personally. I feel I'm like I said, I'm cool. I'm I'm I, I could be doing better. Always we could be doing better. But you can't criticize another man if he don't exercise that. It may be one day I might want to exercise that right. I heard a brother that was here on a local radio station. He said he never voted in his life. I think it may have been 60-some goddamn years old. You know when he voted? When Barack Obama got in office. He said it was the first time he voted. He voted for him that first time. The second time he said he didn't vote for him. That was his first time because he voted because he was a black man and he thought that he was going to do something great for I guess the black community, that was his first time vote. So he he always said, I don't have a need to vote. But that was his need that one time. So maybe it be it might be one time that somebody might feel that something is in their best interest to vote. So you can't criticize that person because they vote and say they, they, they can't talk about politics. I know some people that don't don't vote. They can man they wear people ass out on politics. I mean, positive information, not just beating them up because they vote, but they can, man, they, they be on it. They say, nah, but I don't vote because they not trying to do nothing really best in my interest. They not, and they got some main powerful ass plans, but don't nobody want to hear them. And they got, the, they have the solutions. A lot of people got the solutions, but the politicians ain't going to fucking do it. Cause you know why? We not big business. We're not corporations, so we don't want to hear that shit. They don't want to hear that shit you're talking about. You're not a lobbyist, so I don't want to hear you because you're not a lobbyist. I don't need to hear you unless you got a lobbyist behind you, black community. Are you a big corporation, black community? Like says that the country community was a corporation. Oh, then they'll listen to you because y'all got power as a corporation. You got lobbyists behind you, black power community. Uh, uh, conscious community. Oh, we'll listen to you. We'll get some shit done. Like, I, like I was listening to uh, brother. Bo- since you mentioned Boris Watkins, Boris Watkins had um, ah, uh, what's the Claude Anderson on his show on uh, the uh, but last week, and Claude Anderson said this here, and I, I, we said it on it. I'm about to say it the way I said it, but it's the same thing. These politicians get bought out. So if we wanna, so if they gonna be sellouts. Why don't we be the one that buy they ass out? Because they're going to be sellouts anyway. So let's be the one that buy them out instead of these fucking corporations. So your vote, go on vote. I'm not going to tell you don't, brother. But don't beat, don't beat brothers up that, and sisters that don't. Because number one, you, you say it. That's their right. And I'd be damned if anybody can tell me how I can use my right. If, if I use my right, to piss on your doorstep, now that would be my wrong. But as long as I ain't doing that, you can't tell me how to use my right. You can't tell another man on you. Because if you feel that's what you got to do, brother, if that's what you got to do. When a man was, trying to feed his family, you can't tell that man how to go out here and get some of his children starving. Man, they hungry. They having to miss me or cramps like Richard Price said. You can't tell that brother, man, he in the wrong. If he went to the, nah, he might be a little bit. But if he went out there in somebody's garden right, and stole a goddamn ear of corn or whatever, even if he went to the store and shoplifted some motherfucking bread and he took it back home and he gave his family something to eat, but he probably went to, he probably ended up getting arrested. But at that time, man, that brother, 
family was in need of food. His children needed something. You can't tell that man he was wrong. For, for that man, that was in the best. He sacrificed himself so his children can eat at that moment. You can't tell that brother he fucking wrong. So you can't tell man another man he's wrong with and he's wrong because he don't vote. That's you. Do what you do. That's all I that's I mean, so I I, I mean I I hate it. I supposed to be shutting up, but I, I just hate when folks do that shit. I hate when people do that, try to criticize another person because they don't exercise that right. And it might be just not at that moment. Who say they won't ever? So I, I hate when people do that. You can't tell a man he's wrong because he choose not to do it. I mean, because, you know, if it was so fucking right, why are we still in these conditions saying the same shit year after year? We need to vote. We need to get out and vote. Every year I hear the same bullshit. Every year, I, or every political time, it's time to vote. I hear this same rhetoric, black folks who vote, saying the same shit. We need to get out and vote. If we don't vote, this person going to do this. I don't give a fuck who are they, they talking about. Republican, Democrat, fuck that shit. They keep saying the same shit. And we call out, you need to get out and vote. And the reason, and then they'll make up excuses. The reason, you know, uh, uh, that this didn't happen because black folks didn't vote. What was the fucking excuse with Donald, uh, with uh, uh, this black president we had? What was the excuse then? Black folk voted like a motherfucker. Why y'all still were hollering? We still messed up. Black folks supposed to be running the motherfucking world then, don't they? Since, since, uh, since uh, Barack. No, it's just, I'm just saying, bro, don't, that, that, that's, that's, that. We say my righteousness. That ain't righteousness. You can't do that, man. Can't All right, do that. so if somebody's talking politics and then they sound good, they sound like they know what they're talking about, but they say, oh, that's why I don't vote or I didn't vote, that makes, to me, that makes them sound foolish. So that's what I get upset about. I said, man, the man sounds like he know what he's talking about. At least he has a good argument for what he's trying to say. But then he say he don't even participate. Like that's real idiotic to me. But what, now, when, you know why? Is that, when it comes, what if they what if the what if what if the thing he talking about, bro? But those politicians ain't ain't talking on the level that he's talking about. Like I told you, I hear a lot of brother be talking about some five plans. Five plans and zombies. They they went to these city council members. They went to these politicians. I know a good sister on the city council right now, but I think she gone. She leaving the city council. She gone to the county commission. Great sister. That sister, sister Janet Fuller Love. I give her a shout out here in the city of Memphis. That sister man tried to put some uh, had some referendums on the on the book, and, and, and when she brought her thing to vote on that would help the, help the community and her uh, uh, her constituents and her community. They always fucking voted down on it. That sister, man, was always, she went, man, she went to the bat with black people. She didn't, goddammit, just, just, you know, was a city council rep or, or representing them people. She lived in what we call the AKA hood. And she tried to do her damn, but everything that she put tried to put out, they always voted against it. Same so, thing when I mean, Barack, same thing when Barack was the president, Sunray. He got the presidency by everybody coming out to vote. And then once he got in, he asked people, and people were asking people to come out and vote in the primary so that we can maintain what we have. Because right now, the Democrats have the leverage. 
we have both the House and the Senate. So when we come to go out and vote or put something on the table, it needs to be a new law or something that we need or black people need, then we can come before the president and come before the House and Congress, and we have the numbers to get these things passed in our favor. But when we didn't come out in the midterms when President Obama was the president and didn't vote and we got our behinds kicked at the polls, they stole the House and the Senate from us up under our feet. Because we sleep and thinking that oh everything is cool now we already we got a black president well you got a black president but you took your foot off of the pedal and you let someone sneak in there and steal everything from you and then when the president wanted to get something done he couldn't get nothing done no more because the they the Republicans had the leverage in the House and in the Senate and so everything that he wanted to get done they were. Uh, saying no to everything that he wanted to get done. They were considered the party of no, those Republicans, when President Obama was the president, because everything that he wanted to get done, they said no to it in unity. There wasn't even one that would go uh, across the fence and help out the president. You see? So that's how it goes. And then when you say we... Uh, we always, they always, you hear, always hear people talk about coming out to vote every year and all every, that's because it's important. You don't just come out once every four years. We need to keep our foot on the pedal. When we come out and vote, we have the numbers, we have what we need, but if we don't see how important it is to have the power and keep the power, then you let someone else take the power from you. And now Donald Trump, is has put in two Supreme Court justices that more than likely are not going to be voting in the favor of black people's best interests when it comes down to it. And the same thing as the other judges that uh, are, let's see, they're not Supreme Court justices, but they're other justices on lower courts, federal court justices. So when Donald Trump is secretly stacking the federal courts with all these kind of Republican conservative types, the kind of racist biggest, KKK secretly, uh, you know, skinheads, whatever kind of these hate groups that these people are hiding up in the Republican Party. They, they're on the Supreme Court. They're on the federal courts. And he's stacking them. He didn't put in over, I don't know how many uh, in the federal court. But no one is talking about that. But these things are measurements that can set our people back quite sometimes when it comes down to it. When it comes down to it, it's a lot of things that's going on that we don't understand. And this president they got in there now, you know, he's liable to, to do anything. It could be good or bad because he, he's a loose cannon. So we just got to keep our – we got to pay attention and, and, and realize it's important to become the type of voter that the white people are that always are voting. We need to be we need to be voting in higher numbers and we need to vote more often if you are eligible to vote. And and, and that's just that's the bottom line, but Sun Ray, before I buy. Go ahead. I can't hear you, Sun Ray. Mike, check one, son, Ray. Sound like you got yourself on mute. 
Go ahead. Yeah, we having some issues technically. So I don't know if I'm the only one being heard. Go ahead, brother. Oh yeah, you you kinda of breaking up though, but you're coming in now. Okay. You, you saw, it's trying to come in. Uh, can you hear me clearly or at all? Can you hear me? Well, we'll just keep talking. Chief Rabbi, can you get in the mix? And because. Uh, To me, you got this dude, Kanye West, who goes over here to the White House. Now, one thing about what he did with that hat, he said he changed the hat. Now, he had on the red uh, Make America Great hat on. He said he took off the word again because, again, somehow means, like, make America, you know, like, in, in a negative way or back to where it used to be when it was racist or it was slavery times or something. So he said he took off the again part uh, because make America great. It, 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 that's the way it should be. And, and I can agree with Kanye on that part. So he changed his hat and uh, Trump even, he seemed to, he seemed to like that that he took off the again part and he explained, Kanye explained why he took off the again off of the end of that, uh, the saying make America great again. And, you know, to me that made good sense. So, you know, that was cool. But what he did to mess that up for himself in my eyes was when he went over there and, and gave him a hug and told him he love him and all this, all this here slave master master relationship looking shit and that to me was you know like okay you going too far bro okay so I don't know if everybody else or anybody else seen it that way but to me like you going too far you going over there and giving him a hug talking about I love you and all this old gay sounding stuff like why are you doing this like that's a slave slave master relationship Sounding shit to me, like like I said. So I wish somebody else would get on and express themselves. I can't hear nobody. <laughs> Chief, Chief Rabbi, summary nine. I guess I'm the only one out here. Okay, I'm gonna do the show now, huh? That's what's going on. I can't do your show summary nine. Can't feel your shoes. But if I'm the only one being heard, I'll just keep speaking. Uh, but Justin, there we go. Man, I, yeah, I, I, I'm here. I've heard you the whole time. It just, man, blog talk from sheep. I'm on. I had to. I'm on, I'm on my phone. I'm uh, doing everything on my phone. I can't control the switchboard. They open. I don't know. Okay. Hey, come on, bro. Come on, man. You got to switch up because you got to talk a little bit, bro. Because I, hey, this supposed to be y'all show tonight. I supposed to be shutting the fuck up. I got problems. I don't know. Every it, it seemed like, bro, when we did YouTube. We had no problem broadcasting. Soon as I got out of here, we got back on Blog Talk. Remember last time we did Blog Talk, man. I, and it's crazy. I, my main computer, my internet gone out. 
and my uh, I got this another laptop I bag up. It's gone out. So I'm on my phone, and I heard everything you were saying. Just so appreciate you for keeping everything. So I did hear you. I just I can't respond, man. I just can't okay. respond. So uh, I'm still I'm here with you. Don't, don't let me discourage you, man. Yeah, oh, no, no, you know, we, oh, I see what it is, my damn Wi-Fi going out in my house, see that? But we good, we good, we still alone, because I got bags up, goddammit, that's why you got to buy all these high-ass expensive, I guess, smartphones, ain't goddamn it so bad to have. See the damn so, Wi-Fi like I don't run out, so I get on the radio. You know about that, right? Yes, I heard. Chief. Come on in the house, Chief. You're supposed to be talking tonight, man. It's supposed to be your thing. I'm supposed to be shutting up. <laughs> but I'm still... Hey, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm actually sitting there. You know, but I'm going to come in about 30 minutes. I, I had to go out and make some... Uh, I had to go out and do something real quick. So, but I'm still listening, though. All right, then. Okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm on now. I'm on my phone. I got everything. We cut this damn other thing off. Yeah, I don't know my Wi-Fi or somewhere. I don't know why, but it's good. It's good. Shit, I, nah, I, like I don't mind. Kanye. I don't mind paying. Who is it? I like how Kanye explained the hat thing, the Make America Great mm. hat that he had on, and he took off the last word, right? Mm. And he explained that um, by doing that, it, it, you know, it kind of be negates the, the whole bad part of what black people how black people feel about when they hear mm-hmm. let's make America great again he 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 knows how black people feel like that's like a racist thing so he even said like like you know it should just be make America great and he left it like yeah. that's what the hat says now and all like that and the president he seemed to like it it was cool and you know and so I said he went too far by going across the table and giving him a kiss and giving him, saying I love you and all this little stuff. Like, it's a slave-master-slave relationship. <laughs> you know, like, why are you doing that? And then even Trump said, well, you know yo, what? man, I ain't want to put you out there like that. Why are you coming? You ain't had to do all that now. He's, Trump even said that. Now, what's wrong with Kanye? Yeah. And, and, and you know what? And here's the thing why I really said I didn't want to get into all that in a nutshell. And look at this. And I've said it. Y'all heard me say this shit a couple of times on the show. Donald Trump is a TV reality star. Even though he's a businessman, too, he's a TV reality star. Kanye West, I'm going to say it again, is a rapper slash performer, music producer, whatever the fuck all that. They, you can't take – and why, would, why are we taking – why anyway – are we taking Kanye West so serious? When did we start taking entertainers as fucking leaders or really pol- political people who can go out and speak as political uh, 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 figures for the black community? When we started that? Now, even Donald Trump said himself, he's not a politician when he ran. And I'm not taking up for Donald Trump. I'm just trying to show, because I always said the motherfucker ain't nothing but a reality star. That's why he keep doing the stupid shit that he do, so he can stay in the media. Media love Donald Trump. They playing everybody. See, y'all, y'all got to quit, quit looking at them motherfuckers, man, like they really trying to do something. They are, man, they are entertaining you, because if you really think 
that Donald Trump is the real man that's running this shit. I don't give a fuck you go back to, I mean, let me quit cursing. I don't give a damn if you go back to Barack Obama. And here's, and here's the really part I'm tripping out for. See, that's what gets me when we get to these, our people, with this so-called knowledge of self. These cunt, and I really got to speak, and I may be speaking harsh when I'm going to say that, with my so-called conscious community people. Sometimes I forget, I think we forget, they, they forget, and I'm going to say they, they forget that they fucking conscious. Conscious means you're supposed to be you're aware. So I forget they 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 think they, they forget that they're supposed to be aware of all this bullshiggity with the so-called New World Order, with the so-called Illuminati, with the so-called shadow government. And even if y'all pay attention to what Alex Jones been saying with his crazy ass, and even Donald Trump, what they talk about the deep state. What is the deep state? There's another thing they call the shadow government. So we, how do we pay attention to a Donald Trump and think he's really running shit? He ain't nothing but a flea. He, he's the flea flicker in the NFL. He's the flea flicker. He's the handoff. See, why you think he finna, somebody finna run that way, he gone that way with the ball. So y'all paying, to, uh, paying attention to Donald Trump thinking he got the handoff. He going left, the shadow government going to the right. So how do we even pay attention to the and, and Think that the shit that they doing is realistical in the first place. See, that was it. We, 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 you being sham, like Brown said, you being bamboozled, you being hoodwinked. So all that was number of fucking entertainment. Donald Trump is making the media millions upon billions of dollars. See, that was a, was a producer or something for CBS. He even came out and said it. That don't, man, we are making more money now that Donald Trump is in the office. He even said it of CBS. We're making plenty of money with Donald Trump in the office. Notice how you don't hear nothing. What happened? What happened to Syria? What happened to Afghanistan? What happened to damn? What happened to um, Al Qaeda? What happened to ISIS? You don't even hear nothing about them no more, don't you? Everything you see on TV now is about Donald Trump. Donald Trump did this. Donald Trump did that. Because when he say silly shit, and he know it, if if the media don't have nothing to talk about, when Donald Trump don't act a fool, they don't have nothing to talk about. So he loved that. So he gonna tweet some old silly ass shit so he can have something to talk about. He don't have. He ain't got to worry about that TV TV show. Cause he got he got Donald Trump TV twenty four hours a day, not just a two hour show. He got a twenty four hour reality show that he has the world watching. He got every news agency articles uh, talking about the Donald Trump. Okay, why everybody talking about Donald Trump right and his shenanigans with Kanye West? How about, how do y'all think our uh, people who retired, how do y'all think they feel right now? And we they probably don't even fucking know because they talking about Kanye West. They probably don't even know that they next year, they Social Security, they get a raise next year in Social Security. How can we, do, do, how many of y'all know that out there, since we don't talk about Kanye West, I said fuck Kanye West and Donald Trump. How many people, if I was retired, gee, these are the things that I, 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 I'm, I'm more concerned about if I was retired, which I'm not. But that's what they're concerned about. 
My mother and them, they, they, you know, cause, and, and why did they say they was raising the Social Security? Social Security? Because to uh, uh, onset to help them with the cost of living, deal with the cost of living. My mother, she get it. She retired. And that's what she said. When I, she didn't even know. I told her. I called her. You know, I said, uh, well, you know, you know, they uh, cost of living going up next year, January the 1st. They gave y'all an increase in this and that. She's like, nah. She's yeah, I, I heard about it. I mean, she, she heard about it. I, she, I, said, uh, I said, so do you care? I said, Mom, let me ask you. Do you care about who gave it to you? Whether it was Democrat or Republican? She said, hell no. I don't care. She said, I didn't need some goddamn help with these bitches. I'm barely making it with this. Don't give a damn who gave it to me. That's what most people are true people are concerned with that deal with issues. And look, when they're, when they're suffering, man, do you give a damn when you thirsty? You about to pass the hell out. You dying of thirst or you really dehydrated. And somebody trying to give you a bottle of water. Are you going to ask them, are they Democrat, they Republican, they conservative? Is it Donald Trump? Is it Hillary Clinton? Is it Barack Obama? Is it Joe Biden? You want that goddamn water that's gonna quench your thirst. You ain't giving a fuck who gonna have, who it is to hand you water. As long as you know it's some water, you gonna drink that water. Tell me what we gotta deal with the issues. And then Kanye West and that bullshit, man, fuck that. Then here's another thing. I saw this on on the bottom of the ticker tape. It was funny that they had it at the bottom of the ticker tape. How many of y'all have watched the bottom of the ticker tape? What they call a little ticker at the bottom when y'all watching the news. They were talking about Kanye West and Donald Trump. But y'all know a lot of the real news be at the bottom down there. The shit that people don't even pay attention to. But when they was, I was looking at CNN, they had at the bottom of the screen, they was talking about, now they were talking about the housing market. Damn, I'm trying to need to get my arm. Uh, the housing market, that, that is, is kind of messed up. But at the same time, they was talking about how the, uh, uh, what was that thing, y'all? Uh, the un- unemployment rate was really, as they said, a low. Now, they, now Donald Trump, somebody, he said this, and I ain't getting him no motherfucking credit. It had nothing to do with him. And there was an article did come out and say that uh, black the black unemployment rate was at a at a high, I mean, at an all-time low, well, at a record low. And they never mentioned Donald Trump. And I was telling another, somebody else about it. Oh, Trump said that. I said, but I ain't got shit to do with Trump. Everybody's so caught up on fucking Trump. God damn. Okay, if he said it, if he said it, and it come out to be facts, so then what? But it didn't have nothing to do with Trump. They didn't say nothing about Trump. But what they said, why it is it is it is low as it is in the black for black people because blacks are taking a job. They're taking jobs now. There's probably low wages or whatever, and white people are not taking. White black folk trying to get back on their feet. They they may be taking the jobs or whatever. And white folks like, fuck that, I'm going to sit out, I'm going to sit this out. I ain't taking, you know, no $8 an hour or whatever. Uh, I'm just going to hold on out. You more blacks are taking it. So that means no more blacks are getting off unemployment and welfare. Because my wife, she was on a job. I like to hear some personal shit now to make it personal. Uh, like my wife, uh, let's see here, let me say I'm disconnected. Well, my wife, she had lost, well, she didn't lose her job. The company went out that she was working at. They went to Mexico. So another thing Donald Trump be talking about, all these goddamn jobs going overseas, and he do it too, so his ass ain't excluded. But a lot of these jobs going to Mexico. Now, they lost their job, and then she had got, uh, she had a severance package. 
And, you know, she got a chance to get a service package, unemployment and shit like that. And she took advantage of it. They send you back to school if you didn't, you know, get a college degree or whatever. You know, she took the thing to go back to school for a minute. But she was like, man, you know what? Man, damn this goddamn unemployment. You know, she's like, man, she had, they gave her about two years unemployment. She stayed on it for a while so she can go to school. We like, man, damn this goddamn unemployment. I'm ready to go, man. Look, I got to get some money. And then I had tokens they given me. Well, she went back to work to get more money. And so we should make more money, you know, bring in more money than what they was giving income. So that's what a lot of black people like, they, man, fuck this shit. I'm gone, bro. I ain't finna be waiting on these little checks and little, little ass checks or whatever. I got to get out here and get this cheese, man. My family needs some money, bro. I'm tired of, man, waiting on them to get this $100, a week. So that's why the thing, you know, people are going, black people, uh, unemployment rate is going down because of things of that nature. But they were showing a lot of things that, that was happening. Even though the feds raised the rates and shit like that. And, you know, but people look at the issues of what's going on. Forget these characters. Forget the, 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 the Kanye West character. Forget the goddamn Donald Trump character. Forget them. Because that's all they are. They're characters. They, they, one of them, like I said, both of them are into entertainment. So it's really, it really behooves me how we are out here, we are out here even talking about this shit with Kanye West. We don't take him serious. Why would you take a fucking rapper serious in the first place? That's what we should be asking. Why are we taking a rapper seriously? Just because he went to the White House? My thing is, why aren't these politicians? Let me, let me, let me say that. Why aren't these politicians who have the know-how? And I know what people are gonna say, because number one, they're nobody. In, I think what Jay probably mentioned it earlier. He said they're not inviting them. Y'all gotta make yourself available. Uh, uh, the dude that got I always say his name. The dude that got hit in the brick, got hit with the brick. It was in the civil rights civil rights movement. And I say that, man, trying to be, you know, facetious and acting crazy with it. Uh, but the Black Caucus, they there. Y'all be, should be trying to admit that. Y'all got the political clout, man. Y'all should be trying to, like, get get with, you know, if, if y'all really, you know, saying this political shit is real, y'all should be trying to get in there, man, get in that goddamn White House and have a sit-down. But a lot of them say, man, I ain't finna meet with dude, man. He's just, just racist ass and this and that. I ain't finna sit down there with him. But y'all bullshitting. Y'all really bullshitting. You right, you I, I'm right, not so saying it like that. You right, so Because right. I'm like, you can't criticize a man who's not a politician, who's an actor, a rapper. You criticize, oh, look at him, he on that cooning. Well, goddamn it, y'all know what to say. And then say he what? didn't know what to say. Y'all know what to say, but then y'all ain't trying to go in there. See, and here's what you got to do. Like I've been telling one of my coworkers, make the, people say he's a liar. He's a liar. He, he probably is. I, I don't doubt that. And shit, who, which one of these politicians ain't liar? That's what I'm going to say. But here's the thing, though. Make him, make it known. Get the, get y'all get them goddamn cameras. Go somewhere and and, and make it known. Make his ass look bad. He said, "Man, well, we trying to man have a meet with Donald Trump. Um, yep. Hey, call CNN, call all of them. Look, man, yep. we trying to have a meeting with Donald Trump. He refused to have a meet with us. Look, we got agenda right here. We got some, well, we got a real agenda. What we trying to do for the economy? And he refused to meet with us." And then we said, well, if he do give y'all a letter, said, well, we're going to meet with y'all tomorrow at 12 o'clock. 
and then he then he turn around on me with y'all. Y'all show all this shit to the news, and y'all make the people show us where he lying at. I like that. Make that I like that. Mm-hmm. But see, that's what they ain't doing. I ain't no politician. How, how in the hell, old dumb, how in the hell, old ignorant ass little brother Sunray with a seventh grade education can come up with some shit like that? And see, we talking about Donald uh, Kanye West. Your politics, they ain't trying to get with nobody, brother. But Let me see, read something. Uh oh, uh oh. I got to go to my messenger. I got to go to my messenger, bro. I got to go to the messenger. And I'm going to name here's what the Honorable Elijah Muhammad said. What, what that part is? Uh oh, uh oh. Here we go. And see, I stand. It's simple, man. Don't let these folk keep. That's why I keep telling you, y'all quit letting these goddamn folk play with y'all, man. In the name of politics, white man, the goddamn devil, all. And see, this is what y'all keep forgetting. The white man is always racist. He always the fucking devil. Oh, I, I'm a fucking y'all know. I'm gonna say all of them. So don't play that game with bro Sun Ranger. Well, you know Donald Trump racist Sun Ray. I fuck it. I said all of them. Even if they not. I'm going to say all of them, so I'm letting y'all know I ain't excluding. I don't trust them. So don't come to me talking about no one motherfucker racist. So I'm going to put all of them in the bag, even if they ain't. God damn it, Dick, get your own out there. But here you go. Let me calm down. Donald Elijah Muhammad said in the message to the black man, America know her sins. And I'm trying to really find a good place to start. But anyway, here you go. Thousands and ten thousands of American so-called Negroes uh, and in their tens of thousands such as professional and educated class of people as uh, preachers, ministers of the white Christians, uh, white Christianity, even scientists, scholars of many kinds, and technicians of all kinds have become submerged in the love and worship of the white race because of advantages. Those are your advantages. Today they preach the gospel of being an American citizen and worship equality uh, equally and worship equally there in a marriage with white Americans who used a black woman from time they were brought here 400 years ago into this very day uh, as they would have their stock. Let me cut this light off. Oh, shit, I can read. Shit, hold on one second, fam. Goddamn, reading the dark. Uh, let me see. I'm trying to find it. it was another part. I really want to talk. He's talking about this professional class. Da-da-da-da-da-da. No, here we In one part. It is a perfect shame and a disgrace and a disgrace to see men of the black nation professing themselves to be spiritual guides. No, nah, that ain't the one I want. Come on, let me go down. These ignorant blacks who will oppose anyone who preach freedom, justice, and equality with some that want some of this earth for themselves. It is clear that such spiritual leaders, we were kind of talking about spiritual leaders, but there was another part he was talking about, professional class. This ain't the chapter, but I find that chapter just that I wanted. He was talking about these professional class people, you know, how they they mislead the other people. That You know, they come out, they have the know-how and the so-called education to go out and say the things that need to be said, do the things that need to be done, but they won't. They just wanted, like I said, to get the tokens off the master's table, the master's table, because like he said in that thing, because the professional classes, uh, he said they, what did he say? They have submerged themselves in the love and worship of the right white race because of advantages. Them Negroes getting plenty of advantages. They ain't caring about. See, they play that goddamn game with you like they ain't trying to do nothing, but they living high off the hall. Man, uh, 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 that dude I'm talking about, I can't think of his damn name. 
He probably he's a millionaire. The one out, the other woman. I ain't, I ain't gonna talk bad about her, but the one uh and uh, no Waters. What's her name? Maxine Waters. Maxine Waters a millionaire. I ain't gonna say, I ain't gonna say nothing bad this time. But she's a millionaire. The people that she she represent, they ain't they poor as hell. Man, these folks don't really give a goddamn about y'all. Come on, man, they can play the game all they want. They go home and live good, good lavish lifestyle. They still gonna be millionaires at the end of the day. You got business. They can play game with you, man. But it was something, man, you know. But I don't know Dave that he had something. I want to throw out something. This is what I want. I want I got to play. I know these are all for being y'all thing. But I want I need people to hear this right here though. I need y'all to hear this. So y'all can recognize this bullshiggity that's going on. And this is very important. I'm trying to find the right one. What's going on with these so-called, like I said, these goddamn gatekeepers out here. Oh, here, here's another thing. We're talking about vote. Now, another thing, when we talking about vote, too, a lot of things be put into to, to play. Should I go out here and vote for some of these liberals that want to uh, uh so you mentioned about Donald Trump putting all these races in, in office. Let me throw this in there. Well, we, you know, with the liberal agenda, they want to throw and put in front of us as representatives, because I've got to go with this clip in a minute, all these uh, shit that goes against nature, go against true black family values. They want to push and put in play all of these Gay folks in you, they want to push this gay agenda to the black Yo, community. These liberals. So we want to. So I'm supposed to go out and vote for this, and I know this is what they pushing: LGBT rights and and this liberal doctrine that they are pushing homosexuality in the community. That's against anything of a goddamn uh, uh, a black culture or whatever. They want to push this. So I'm supposed to go out and vote, push the level for them motherfuckers that's causing the destruction and genocide on the black man and woman. No, I, I, I bet I won't. Let me play this right here very fast, y'all. This is from Across the Line Radio. This going man, this going to probably touch y'all. All the obvious, your ass in the mix on here. This is why I said, y'all, I told y'all I bagged the fuck up away, away from them goddamn Cointel pro-gas Nawabians. Let me play this right here. It's 11 minutes, though. Y'all pay attention to this shit right here. And listen to what's been pushed in the community with black folk. So when you push the level and you see a lot of these people in the forefront and y'all pay attention to a lot of this doctrine that's going on out here, check this out. That's why I love them brothers on Cross the Line. Y'all can say what the fuck y'all want about some of these heroes. Not all camps. I don't fuck with all the camps. But some of them, I like what the hell they do. They, they do a lot of shit that a lot of y'all ass scared to fucking do. You're scared to open your goddamn mouth and point out the issues that's happening wrong in the community. Because why? You're scared you're going to lose some of your trinkets and fucking toys. Let me play this. Here. All right, so I just want y'all to know the show ain't starting yet. But you understand? This is a bubble cushion. This this right here is an announcement. This is this is more so a disclaimer that the following is not the views of Cross the Line Radio, but you're gonna Hell hear no. our views on this goddamn subject. You understand? The gatekeepers. The gatekeepers. They want to call them gay. gatekeepers, but they really gay. This 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 right now. I'm about to play two clips for y'all. One of them is from a man by the name of Bobby Hemet. This is this is one of them metaphysical. 
You understand spiritual lyrical miracles. Yeah, I was about to say that. This is metaphysical, you know spiritual, saying? lyrical Ty- type of whip. type of people. You understand <laughs> who believe in guess what Africa, Africa. who believe in commission spirituality. And this is a part of commission spirituality. So, you understand, enjoy the following so you could know what the hell it is that we're going to be talking about is not. He talks about the gatekeepers and the gatekeepers in the aspect of the homosexuality are just say gate. And when you first see this, you go, oh, man, that's some bullshit. But then again, on the other hand, if you just study the history of us just being in this country, some of the people... That was key in our revolution and liberation was gay mm-hmm. or you know bisexual. So this means we need to look real close into this type of thing and say, because um, we're not talking about religion here. Religion, you know, tells you all this. We ain't, we're not into this right and wrong and do and don't. Because we don't know what a motherfucker do in their bedroom. It's so personal. Mm-hmm. So really, it's really a stupid question for you to try to regulate. What a person do in private. Yeah. Understand what I'm saying? When you really look at this type of thing, you know, when you really look at this type of thing, and, and I had to really look at these things because what we're dealing with now, we're dealing with this goddess Venus, which is a god of the heart chakra. So they don't deal on morality and these social structures. They deal on what motherfucker got the light. And it's interesting here because there's people like it's, and I say, well, I say, let me let me think about this because it was it was um it was Kwame Ture said that the, the white gays because everything is political with them because they're trying to get a political structure. They came to him and said, we want you to head up um the gay thing because some of our people are getting killed with the gay bashing. He said, well, I can't do that. He said, why? He said, because that's not my culture. They said, what do you mean by that? He said, look, we knew that James Baldwin was gay. Mm-hmm. But he was helping us in the struggle. Right, right. And nobody tripped because when the shit came down, black people was humane enough to go say, look, sure. does that shit really matter? Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Now, if you get into this religion, that's mind control. Yeah. You're dealing with a doctor that somebody put that, you know what I'm saying? He said, so that ain't our thing. He said, we don't have no problem like that. You see what I'm saying? Uh, we went up now, and I said, well, that's interesting. James Baldwin. Byron. Byron. Then Byron Rustin. Here's the man who basically was the architect of the whole March on Washington. Not only that, people don't understand the role he played. He had to train Martin Luther King, all the same people. He had to train them on how to go into Mississippi and Alabama and not get killed. Because this so-called gay person did it 10 years, 15 years before in the 40s when it was unheard of. This was before they even killed Emmett Till. Mm -hmm. He was going down in Mississippi and Alabama doing protests, and he had to tell them how to go in. This was the man who taught Martin Luther King and them how to go into Alabama, Mississippi, and not get their ass killed. And he's a gay man. So you got to look at that and say, well, man, what the Spirit is saying about this? The Spirit is saying, look, this shit here is not about what a person is doing physically. It's about who got the light. So in the Africans, they were talking about the gatekeepers. The gatekeepers, they say, is supposed to be bisexual. 
And what Maladoma Tome is saying and all, it's also in the Voodoo Gnostic Workbook. Um, it costs about eight hundred, about four, five hundred dollars. Get it off the internet now, or you can order it. The Voodoo Gnostic Workbook. The gatekeepers, and I've had a reception. The gatekeepers, they were saying, was people because them having a bisexual nature, they were able to see things from another perspective. You see what I'm saying? And so now. Coming from religious training and all this other shit like this and all, yes, you can find a lot of things say, I ain't with all that kind of shit, but when you look on the spirit realm and on this realm where they're talking about the, this new goddess where they, it ain't based on what you do physically and how you, it's based on what your heart is. Mm-hmm. Then you got to understand that when they talk about that, they're talking about there's a reason why they got them as a certain amount of gatekeepers. Mm-hmm. And so he talks about those type of things, and I think it's got something to do with a certain mind and energy. And the reason why I say that is this here. You always got to look at what a woman would do. Not what a woman is trained, but what a woman would do. Why is it that the women, some of their best friends, was gay? They ain't had no problem hanging out with no gay man. Mm-hmm. Now, with us, it's a social thing or whatever type thing here and all this kind of thing here. But the point I'm trying to make here is, in the spirit realm, you see what I'm saying? They don't look on, they look at just light. And what light is Awaken. So if you get into judging, making judgments on people, it's just like in the movie. And, and the reason why I say that is this here. It's just like in the movie um, um, Star Wars when they told him that he wanted wanted him to go uh, Luke Skywalker to meet Je- Yoda, the Jedi Master. And when Yoda came, he was a little old, yeah. short little thing, living a shithole, eating yeah. stew. And he judged him at first. <laughs> And didn't know this was the Jedi Master they're looking at, and that's the way the spirit realm does. And it's the reason why they will send somebody in your path that is not the conventional way of what you think the spirit is, because the simple fact is they're trying to get you to look beyond the physical or the appearance. Mm-hmm. So the gatekeeper thing is on that particular uh, uh, level and all. And they talk about this, and, and they talk about this in Maladoma, so many things. They talk about it in a lot of African cultures as well as, um, um, like I say, the Voodoo Gnostic Workbook. Hey, bear with us, y'all. I know y'all got to hear this bullshit, but this is a teaching tool. You know what I'm saying? So I just I just need y'all to hear this. Now, the next up, y'all about to hear about how Nuwapians New- New- teach how gay alien gatekeepers, we're going to translate that to gatekeepers, you understand? Homosexuals populated the earth. All right? So what I need y'all to do is just sit back, relax, and listen to this bullshit for a couple more minutes before we come in and bomb on these niggas. I am a student teacher of the master teacher, Taman Zal Nizdar Amun Nabab Ray Ahsa, who Kawan Hara. He is free. Gatekeepers are born totally feminine in body with a male spirit or totally masculine in um, body with a female spirit. So the anatomy is a woman completely with all the physical attributes of a female with a male spirit inside of her or a male with all the physical attributes of a male with a female spirit inside of him. Many oversexed persons are mistaken for gatekeepers and are called gays. 
and other terms which also help birth homophobia and misuse the term homosexuality. The word homo is from homogeneous, which means the same nature. That would mean two males of the same nature, the exact same in nature. Nature means the qualities of anything, life, force, disposition. That would give the meaning of two males who think and act as well as feel the same in all ways, including sexuality. So in fact, homosexual would be two heterosexual males or straight males. And as soon as they have any form of sexual contact, they become not homosexual, but hormone sexual. And what this means is when you have two males that are together, that still dress like men, not a male that wants to be a female or transgender into a female uh, and then a male with that person. This means two men who still want to wear pants, who don't want to wear make- makeup, who are still men who get together, they are what you call hormonesexual. Not to be mistaken for somebody who wants to wear, you know, or even female. If you have two females that look like females, then that would be considered of the same nature, think the same, act the same, feel the same way in both nature and sexuality. So they would be called hormonesexual. The reason why is because as soon as they have any form of sexual contact, they become hormonesexual because they're experiencing a mental change caused by a hormone change, which will affect their lives. So once they get and mix their, their fluids genetically, it changes the way they think because their hormones are, um, their hormones are heightened with the same particular hormone. It's not, it's no longer level. So that's why it changes the way they, they think and feel. They may become more effeminate or they may become more masculine depending on the, the gender. What's your, Salakia for that. Salakia. <laughs> Salakia. You know what I'm saying? Listen, sorry to subject y'all, but that's what I was subjected to today. Peace, family. Peace. That's, yeah, that's crossed the lines right there, man. That's them brothers. I S U P K, the home of the truth. That's see. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna finish it up, there. Let's go ahead. See, that's what that, that right there, them group brothers right there. That's what used to be known as I Empress Setme, Black Power Revolutionary Sister Empress Setme. That's when she went to that group of Hebrew Israelites. That's where she went. That's where she is. They changed her name now. I forgot what her name is. Um, I forgot what her name is. She, I Empress Setnet, uh, Setback no more at a name ceremony. But anyway, y'all see why the fuck Sun Ray got out of it? I told you, I left the New not because when Dr. York got locked up, but I've seen a lot of shit that was being changing and going into. And when they started talking about, fam, uh, uh, flying they flag and the LGBT. Uh, Q one two three uh, a parade and all that. For a matter of fact, let me say something too. That sister you heard, we used to call her uh, uh, Sister Nifu. She had some great music. 
forgot what her other name is. She had changed it, but that sister is no longer. Let me tell y'all something what happened to that sister too. Now, for what I've heard, she she's not she one did that reading. Now that's supposed to have been. Let me get y'all some on it. That's supposed to have been an update, as they say, from Doctor York, right? With why he's in prison. They were talking about they get these letters from him, and she was supposed to have been the one who used to go visit Dr. York, and he'll tell her all this stuff, and she'll bring it back with updates to read to the people. That's what she was saying. A man in federal prison in 135, 135 years ain't got time to be trying to teach y'all a goddamn thing. He's trying to get up out of there. I'm telling y'all, I did a goddamn couple of, I did a year and a half before. I ain't talking to no motherfucker trying to teach nobody nothing on the outside, a goddamn thing. I'm worried about getting up out of there. But anyway, so that's what they was doing. But but that sister right there, she's no longer a Nawabian herself. Y'all know what I, that this is what I've heard. I don't know how true it is. I hadn't seen it no more either. I heard, and she was in Nawabian for a long time. I heard that the sister moved back home to where she was really from in Dallas or somewhere in Texas and married a preacher. Went from a Nawabian to went back and married a preacher. Y'all heard me saying? So that bullshit right there, she even had to get the hell away from that shit and went went so far to go marry a preacher. So she even knew that shit wasn't right. But y'all heard it right there. Y'all heard Bobby Hammett first and y'all heard what that sister said. So that's why I go back again. Go back to CNN and ask that question, why do they keep sticking that mic in Don Lemonhead face? Why does Don Lemon, he's the spokesman when anything goes on. Now they highlighting Don Lemon. Y'all know damn well they got the other white gay dude on there. I forget his damn name. Now I finna say Shepard, that ain't his name. He's on there. But everything that goes on, Don Lemon, they act like Don Lemon is the leading anchor on CNN. Why? Why? Oh, we were talking about something about the Greek society. Uh-oh. Y'all better go and look at all these goddamn dudes in the country community that's in these Freemasonic societies. Not just that. I can leave them alone a little bit. But all these Greek fraternities. Uh-oh. Y'all better be paying attention to that shit. Y'all know what happened with the Greeks. I mean, like Carla said, the Greeks, the freaks society. But we got a lot of these cats in these Greek societies. Uh-huh. And who's out? And y'all look at a lot of these dudes, man. I'm telling you, man, these dudes got some tendencies. These dudes got some tendencies. I'm telling y'all, the, these gatekeepers, this is what they said, these fucking gatekeepers. So y'all better start paying attention real close to some of these people that you got out here in the front. What did Bob, what Bobby Hemmings said? Bain Rustin was gay. And that don't make no difference as long as he getting y'all what y'all want. Uh, these damn, some of these black power community got a lot of these gay people who's the spearhead, who's leading their, these, some of these, uh, thing. I, I would say a name. I won't say it. Fuck it. I said, <laughs> I ain't going to say the source, but I got it. But like even the, uh, uh what you call it? The Huru Academy. Uh-huh. Got a little Tinkerbell, Tinkerbell running that mud, ain't it? Ain't he the leader of it? Oh, oh, what, what's the other thing that I can't stand? Black Lives Matter. Black gatekeepers. Black gate freakers. Y'all better pay up motherfucking attention with these folks putting out here. And you want somebody. See, that's why I said I ain't got time to be worried about no motherfucking politics. 
I ain't got to worry about, worry about no politician because we got to look at what the real issues are. And a lot of that bullshit dealing with it, Donald Trump and, and, and Kanye West, that ain't even the issue. I better pay attention to what's going on with all this other bullshit it is. and pedophilia. That's right. It's the new thing. So that all that other shit is a fucking distraction. It's a real distraction to people who deal with real issues. That's why sometimes I say, man, I ain't got, man, fuck all that other shit because it, it's irrelevant to me. Is it relevant to when they were saying that black people was in a recession in America? I said, man, y'all go black people and black man, we're in a recession. I told black people, man, y'all go to Walmart and sit outside that motherfucker at any given day. Not when food stamps or the first of the month come out. Go sit out there at any given day in the black community. And Walmart stay on pack. So how were black people being affected talking about some damn recession? Black people balling regardless. Quit always taking on, like they said, you attracting or att- attaching yourself to what these damn crazy ass crackers say. We did. It's just like Malcolm said, we sick, boss. We sick. You say you 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 ain't a slave. But when they said you was in a recession, you clinged on to that shit. I ain't no goddamn slave. But then soon as, man, we're in a recession. But your pocket was always full of money. I don't give a goddamn it was $10. You didn't miss no meal. Your life didn't get cut off. So what the hell are you talking about? You're in a recession, fool. You identifying with your master. Just because when they say it's two Americas. They say it's two Americas. White America and black America. Why you call it God identifying with what, what white America saying is happening to them? Be careful, though, family, what's being propagated to us. And I, I would say something. Fuck it, I'm going to say it. And I, 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 I really ain't meaning no harm, but I got to see it. And I'm, and I'm, a, I'm and what I can say, and I say it like this. I'm gonna say it really for what, what the, they didn't really say it. And y'all gotta go listen to Cross the Line Radio. They went in on that on that show. They went all about that, but in the beginning, they they kind of man, they chopped it up, man. They they went in on that one. But you look at it now, even according to the Bible and. They, it says that anybody that even teach those type of things, teach a man that is okay for, for, for perversion and things of the nature, they will be accountable. But not only be accountable, but he will be punished in a lot of stuff. And why I'm saying it is, no disrespect, I hate it happened to the brother, but Bobby Hammond was pushing a lot of bullshit to the black community. I know y'all, some of y'all gonna get mad at me, but fuck it, send me the hate mail, send, send you, you can send you, your, your, uh, uh, what's the mother thing, your charms, your spells on me, cast spells, you can do what the fuck you want to, I don't care, but Bobby Hemet was having y'all worshiping motherfucking everybody else deities and gods, but pushing that shit out there, the brother hell fail, and I'm gonna just say it and, and try to put it in the clean, man. and I hate it happened to the brother, you know, and I, having y'all doing a lot of shit that y'all didn't have no business talking about this metaphysical bullshit. And when the brother had, you know, his stroke or whatever, it's a lot of shit, man, we don't have no business messing with, fam. I'm telling y'all, right. in the spirit world, you don't be touching that. So that is, a, and now y'all might say something, the Hebrews talking about a curse. That might have been one of the ones teaching that and propagating and pushing that homosexual shit in our community like that, Brown. That ain't our thing. So that might have been one of uh, the curses that came back on that brother for propagating 
those type of poison doctrines in black folks' head with this new age doctrine. Now y'all really look at how, like I said, how we as a knowledge community, conscious community, or think tank community, or just black folks in general, our society, how it was it went from one way to how it's going now. Man, you get your ass beat. You mentioned anything talking about gay. You could can talk about that. Brother said, no wonder uh, Brother said, uh, uh, <laughs> she said, no wonder you uh, yeah, polite like trendy. Hey, bro. Might be, bro. But, hey, man, that's dangerous, bro. That's dangerous. Yeah, Yep, yep. And brother Dave, key right by Shalakia. And you want, and they wonder why. And they wonder why every when they had a debate with the Hebrews, they wonder why the Hebrews community always bring up Kemet, those Kemet cats support homosexuality. Even if y'all, even if all of them don't, it's a lot, it is a lot of stuff. I don't know if it's because the Europeans are translating a lot of the uh uh comedic information. But it is a lot of homosexual shit that I've seen that's that's been written in the comedic doctrine as well. Like uh, they talk about the story of Seth, Seth, or Seti, and uh, 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 was it Haru? Uh, you know, and uh, copulating each other buttocks and, and trying to be, you know, shooting semen in each other's buttocks and all this stuff here. And come on, and all in each other's, you know, mouth and. Oh, I don't know if the Europeans putting this out there, but see this, but when, but now if 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 the Europeans are putting it out, and they, we can easily say whether, well, it's just white folks, that shit they putting out there. But when you hear like Bobby Hemmings saying this, and you hear the Nawabians coming out saying that, who's supposed to practice a form of Egyptian e- e- uh, or comedic information, and when they say this, so you be like, see there, I told y'all, I told y'all that shit, didn't we tell y'all that? So y'all me, wonder why let me do y'all like that. Hey, sorry. Go ahead, fam. Uh, but you know what? Also, Farrakhan had homosexuals at the damn uh, Million Man March. He was promoting that. I was at the Justice or Else March, brother Surrey. The last March anniversary to the Million Man March. The Justice of L. Smarch, I don't know if you remember that now, a couple of years ago, I was there in D.C. And Farrakhan had a homosexual leaders up there saying, gays going to unite with the black brothers to get shit done. And I was like, what the fuck? And Farrakhan said, my gay brother. And I was like, what? But Farrakhan, I'm going to tell you something, Farrakhan nephew, Killed himself because he was a homosexual, and I personally, and I knew one of the brothers who was the head of the group, one of the group that they had called Task Force. Okay, which Farrakhan nephew, okay, was one of the founders of Farrakhan brother Shalim Muhammad. Who's uh, uh, his other his minister, uh, chief, uh, was his damn man, Abdul Sharif, uh, Muhammad out there in Atlanta. I mean, personally talked to one of the brothers who was one of the head of the task force 
And he was an openly gay man that said that he he was gay and he was in and he was gay when he was in the nation. He said how back in the nineties the FOI was practicing homosexual relationships. So mm. and that brother just died, rest in peace. I ain't gonna say the brother's name over the air, but the brother wrote a book. And the brother, I'll tell you off the air, brother, sorry. But I had a, a chance to talk to the brother personally. And all I got to say, the brother was hopefully gay. And I don't know why he died, but he died about two months ago. Uh, man, rest in peace. But he said, Farrakhan and them, and they was pushing that shit back in the night in the task force. But his nephew... Aaron Muhammad was openly gay, but not openly gay, but secretly gay. And they had another brother, Prince Akeem. I don't know if you heard of him, but they had kind of pushed the allegations on him of being like that. But they said that Farrakhan in them was really pushing that agenda anyway on the young black men in the nation. And in the community. So, yeah, and this was a brother who was openly gay and was in that group. So, yeah, it's a shame. It's a shame. It's a shame. All I got to say is the nation of Islam, man, y'all better watch out for them. And I'm going to tell you something. I was in the nation of Islam also. I was a registered Muslim under the nation of Islam for three years. For three fucking years and did not get no goddamn help from the nation of Islam. And I've seen them be and I've seen them old fruity punk ass motherfuckers not do shit. So I don't want to hear shit about the goddamn uh, damn nation because they don't say fruity shit too. And this was a nation that was supposed to have disdain themselves from Farrakhan Nation because of hypocrisy. But they was hypocrites, too. That's all I got to say. They ain't fruity. We're going to get ready to go over in overtime. About one more minute, fam. We can call in. We're going to go with my bad. We're going to go over one more minute. Call in. But, brother, right, that's all I got to say is don't just watch out for them Farrakhan. And, matter of fact, Farrakhan was at Willie Wilson Church. Willie Wilson is one of my uncles. Uh, my uncles know him. And uh, been go to his church. And now, mama, you know, my, some of my family used to, uh, was, was invited to Willie Wilson Church. Union, Union Temple, and I'm tell you something. Farrakhan has been known to push that bullshit at Willie Wilson Church. He was there, I think, about not even a month ago, when Aretha Franklin funeral. You know, he was complaining about how he didn't get to speak. Well, he spoke about that at Willie Wilson Church at Union Temple, and he was. Just the whole time, and you know, he was saying how he kissed the man, 
Farrakhan said he kissed the man and how they called him gay. He said, no, that's just brotherly love. Now, (laughs) y'all got to watch out for the shit Farrakhan do because Farrakhan... He he promotes this shit on a he be he be saying shit that day he try to cover this shit up. You know what I'm saying? And Muslim, I'm telling you something about Muslims. Muslims don't seem to want to speak out, and they don't seem to have a scripture out of the Quran that go against homosexuality. They say they got. Al Luchi, the star of Lot, or Al Luchi, that Arabic mean a lot, but they don't speak out against homosexuality. The Quran, and trust me, I was a practicing Muslim for over nine years. I practiced Islam. I converted from my Hebrew culture into Islam from the age of 14 on to the age of 21, age of 21. And I'm going to tell you something, for over eight years, and I'm going to tell you something, the Muslim community, every time I brought up about homosexuality, they could never give me a, nothing, nothing on gays out in the Quran, never. I know Justin want to get in too But did you see any Did you see any gay people in, in, in the mosque I'm, I, Hell Brother Surrey And I ain't gonna lie I see a whole bunch of questionable Last goddamn Arabs And Arabs And I'm saying Brother Surrey I've seen Moroccan Arabs Kiss each other on the mouth after they greet each other with assalamu alaikum when I was about to life a I've seen them. I've seen them. Because I'm going to tell you something. A lot of brothers be copying them Arabs. And I'm going to tell you something. Arab men and Moroccan men are known to kiss each other on the mouth after, after why they be hugging. I don't know if y'all noticed this or not, but I've seen that shit in the mosque before. I seen that shit in the boss. Arabs kissing each other all on the boss. Arabs hugging and shit like that. Like a uh, man and a woman should be hugging. And shit, and I'm going to tell you something. That's real. I seen personally count. So shit, yeah, brother. So, so I seen that shit before. <clears throat> And Brother yeah. can you hear me? Yeah, I'm still hey. having a problem, man. It went back out it went back out again, but I think I'm on that. Uh oh. It went back out hey, again, but I think I'm on. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. No, Rena and I know Justin's on though. Uh yeah, I had yeah, a bag up on my phone. Now I Rena asked I want Justin to get in too though. I was just really asking you might come back after Justin's finished. But I was just asking, have you seen not the not the Moroccans, bro. Damn all these other motherfuckers. We talking about us. Did you see any black so-called um, Muslim, but I let Justin go, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, brother. Then, I, I told you I talked to some damn gay black Muslims before. Okay. I told you I but talked then to it, a brother who was an openly okay. gay damn Muslim before. I told you I that. Got you. And but then all the times they're like, too, we we need to do. We don't need to just bash them. We need to come out. We need to just because there's something else we need to talk about and, and addressing with the gay community too. Because it's so-called, we call ourselves so-called ministers 
or imams or, or not imam, but but rabbis is also need to be a healing process that we need to talk about, and which instead of just beating up on them, and I, and I said we need to talk about that, but I'm not just to come on, and I and I mention something on this when I get when Justin get friends. Yeah, I I see some gay Hebrews, brother Summer. I hate that. But I, I, I understand that. I, I I'm gonna wait to just finish. Yeah, right, I'm gonna wait to so just finish and and I mention some. Now, I have no knowledge of what Chief Rabbi is saying about the Nation of Islam, with people being gay in the nation, and I've never, I've never witnessed it when I went to visit any of the mosques, whether it was the one in New York or here in Philly or in Camden, New Jersey or any uh, other mosque that I've, I've maybe have visited. There, there, there was never any overlaying overtone of any gay uh, people or anything. So there was never any conclusions to draw when you're dealing with the nation of Islam. There's really no conclusions to draw. Now, you talked about Mr. Khan with you, your opinion of him being promoting uh, black men uh, being gay, possibly. I, I'm not sure what you're saying, but it, it doesn't sound right and it don't sound on point to what the teachers of the Honorable Elijah Muhammad is. So I'm going to leave it at that. Now, I'm going to back up, and I wanted to talk about the Bobby Hemmick clip. Yes, sir. Go ahead. When he was talking about the metaphysicality of uh, the connection of people, whether they meet be gay or something and, and, and something dealing with light or uh, you know to me I, I don't know if you can grab anything from that or not you know it might be something in there or not you know, I'm not sure about and them being so, the gatekeepers the gay people are the gatekeepers you know what you're talking yeah, about gatekeepers are you know it you know you, you I, better be careful justice I, that's what I was you know I was like <laughs> Bobby Hammond <laughs> You know, what he said, I'm like, I'm not sure what he's saying, but to me, he's saying people, are, you know, I, I I think he's saying if there's somebody gay and if whatever it is, then judge, you shouldn't judge them or something. That's what I kind of heard. So now, did, did you hear the second clip? The second clip that was yeah, actually right. she said it no. kind of was a it kind of was a confirmation in, in, in what Bobby Hemmett was saying. They both were saying damn near the same thing on on some levels. All right. So what I got from what the chick was saying, I'm sorry, not saying chick, the the lady who was speaking. I gather that she must be in that LGBT thing, right? Did nope. You, do you get that? See. See that you didn't you didn't hear what I had said after the fact. Okay. She was in the lobby and they was pushed. They had this doctrine and they were put. And I don't think it was her. I think they they have been infant. Well, I ain't gonna say it. They probably had some shit going on, but I've seen a lot of shit because I didn't hear none of this shit like this here when I was in it. I didn't hear all that that LGB pushing the gay agenda. Some people, you know, they talking about what happened with Doc with Allegation. I didn't hear all this when I was in there. But when I start, like, now they pushing this and saying this doctrine is, is primarily that, that happened after I got out. So but she's in the wild. No, man. she wasn't. 
She wasn't. Yeah, she was. She like I said. Now, pay attention when I said when I said after that, she was a Nawabi, and when because she was at the time when Doc got locked up, she was like, uh, they were saying that she was supposed to have been like, uh, kind of like in charge. They had a council, but she was in charge. They saying she was going to see Doctor York and visiting him and stuff, and she was going to get the uh, like those what they was doing. They had like updates. They come back and read to the so-called Nawabian community and saying what Doc was saying. Like I said, ain't no motherfucker in no jail finna teach y'all like all this shit, talking about no, uh, uh, what to do and how to uh, raise your elevation, your spiritual level. Man got uh, 135 years. He's still trying to find out how in the hell he going to get out of jail. He ain't got time to be teaching your ass shit, but that's what they teach you. But anyway, she's no longer even a part of the Nawabi. That's why I said, brother, now what, what I've heard from uh, another Nawabi, she left the community. She left and went back home to where she, well, state that she grew up in, brother, and married. Listen, pay attention now, and married a preacher. Okay, so, so let me even, stop you. Let me even stop. she knew that bullshit wasn't right. All right, so so when she was saying what she was saying, what was her uh, ordeal at that time? Was she Nawapian then, or? She was an Awabian. Yeah, at the point, she she was an Awabian. That's what I'm saying. She was a she was a like the um the spokesperson, the person that the go between between supposed to been, as they say, because you you can't you don't know you don't know what was really going on. You just had to go and speculate. But she was supposed to be between the go between Doctor York when he was in prison and her. All right. So to me, it sounded like she was justifying people who are gay that you know the way she was putting everything she was justifying it in the way how she was saying it you know i, I don't know how better to say it i don't know how well, better to say it yeah but it seemed like she was Can't, trying yeah. to say you know that's that's just kind of she was saying if two women or two no she was saying if two men and they they'll be hemo uh, this thing, and then the women to be a hermo something, and if they, you know, if they two females, they are feminine, and they not trying to look like men. So it, it was all about justifying the whole thing. And if it's an organization and there's younger people getting involved, it's gonna be plenty of gays. And to go forward a little bit now. You're going to talk about how we're going to try to bring some kind of, uh, I guess, upliftment to people who are in this lifestyle. Now, I'm just, and I'm not saying upliftment. There's a, there's a, there's a difference. That's why I, I have to clarify what I'm saying because I don't want nobody thinking I'm trying to justify what's going on. But there, there are some other things as well that how even the United States and California they're trying to stop counseling. So that's why I want to touch on some some things with this. That's what I'm talking about. So not just right, so. anytime anytime you talk about an issue, you do suppose to talk about okay, well, because people like to say, but what's the solution? You know, they always say you're talking about the problem. What is the solution? And a lot of those that's people right. who are going through those gay lifestyles, man, like Brother Day said, the brother committed suicide. Because he was he was gay, so you have to uh, ask some questions. See, a lot of times, some people and here and here's the thing, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it like the pastor. It's this pastor I've been listening. I tell y'all I've been listening to his show. What he said, this is what he say when he be talking about it, and he always talking about this gay thing, and he says against 
know, he's a Christian, so, you know, he, hey, he Jesus this and that. He said he loved the homosexual, but he hate the sin. Because he do say it's a sin, it's abomination against God. And he said how he tried to, you know, uh, talk and mentor to those. And uh, he said he got uh, 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 basically a, a lesbian couple that come to his church. He said, am I supposed to kick them out? He said, no, I may, may if I, you know, get, they, they go in there, I can actually, man, maybe uh, by the, me teaching the gospel, he said, teaching the gospel, man, it may might come out of that lifestyle. He said, because he's he, Cause he got him about teaching it. He do radio shows, and he be going in about to, on on their ass instead. It's right. So by him saying, it, he said maybe I'm not gonna kick him out because I want him to be there. So maybe I can get in there and get through him, and maybe they get changed from that thing. Cause I'm letting them know, hey, this is a sin. He said you ain't gonna come in there. You're not coming up in there. He said one of them that you know one of them be dressed boy. He said you ain't coming up in here. Don't come up in my church dressing like no boy, dressing like no dyke. I know what he said. But that's what, and that's what I'm really saying. Cause see, now you got to think about it. We got to be careful at the same time. Not trying to justify, but now just think about with this Catholic Church. You had all them priests, innocent young boys, who were molested by them goddamn Catholic priests, molested for years and years and years. And you don't think about a lot of the psychological damage them young brothers, them young boys went through from being molested. In that, from these grown ass men who knew better. So a lot of them people, man, they're going through some. They're going through some trauma. Now I'm not talking about the ones who chose to be out here and acting all willy nilly because they want to do that. But you got some people who went through some things, man, and they thinking they're still because they've been molested. And a lot of them, they probably ain't gay, but they thinking they still gay because they was molested one particular time by them like Catholic priests. And it's hard for them to deal with that shit, man. They haven't. They might not be coming out talking to nobody about it, but like they said, the brother that killed himself. People, man, go, they going through issues, man. They are going through psychological trauma. They going to having trauma in their lives because they were molested. And 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 like California, supposed to be trying to pass this law, where they don't want, where you can't count if a person is having like those those issues. With his sexual orientation, as they say, he's struggling. I don't know if I'm gay, I'm a boy, or you know, he got like tendencies, and they're trying to struggle with this thing. And they don't want. They're trying to make it LGBT now. They're trying to make it where it'll be against the law for you to even counsel them. And that's that. That's dead goddamn wrong. So that's why I said sometimes we. That's why I'm saying we gotta we gotta talk about all of that. Not just the agenda, because a lot of it is an agenda, and some that's of agenda. it, man, that's, that's happening. Yeah, that's it's, an agenda. That's uh, yeah, and, you. Mm-hmm. yeah, and but what I'm talking about that agenda is when we're talking about people they are pushing certain things, like this gender fluid thing they're pushing, all of this shit they pushing in the school when the uh 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 the transsexual, transgenders, drag queens going in the school with elementary. Uh, school children talking about when you like to when you grew up when you like to be a drag queen. See these are agendas. This is a doctrine that indoctrinate. See this is what I'm really on. This indoctrination pushing an agenda because I know on another hand is that it's a lot of shit that they're doing that they are putting um, like estrogen. They they it was been it been came out to admit how they are uh, uh, lacing can. Canned goods 
with high dosage of estrogen. And, you know, you got, I, I was hearing how it, even, too, you know, like ladies going in, uh, sisters are pregnant, getting this prenatal care. And you don't know what they putting in with these vaccines. It's a lot of shit that they're doing, man, to actually making a lot of young men and women, especially men, because I say it's attack on the um, on men or masculinity. Y'all can see how they got this thing called toxic toxic mas- masculinity. Even CNN was talking about it just the other day. But toxic masculinity talking about men who uh too much, you know, like too masculine. You know, we we tend to be real violent against women. So that was an attack on masculinity. So when they having these young brothers, man, you're starting to see that there's a lot of brothers coming out real feminine. A lot of things, you know, and I've seen little bitty boys, you know, and like I said, really they say you're not gay until you um you're not gay until you perform a another sexual act with the opposite sex. So, but you see a lot of these young brothers running around here got a lot of tendencies. And you might say he gay, but hell, that's a little five-year-old boy. Now, have, did he have sex with opposite tennis or he just he's real feminine? Something might happen where I call it, I like to say it, and I've heard it said before, that he might have a chemical imbalancement. We don't know what would happen with that mother with her, uh, uh, like I said, prenatal care. What did they shoot that sister up with? What was they injecting her with? How much estrogen they was actually shooting in her body and it was affecting that child in her womb? So a lot of people they say, man, I'm I'm I, I born gay. Now you how you born gay and if getting that like I said, how you born gay and if if you're not gay as they say according to the some clinical definitions or whatnot, you're not gay until you perform a sexual act. So how are you born gay? Was you who was you having sex with? What other man or woman was you having sex? You have a twin, and was y'all in the damn womb having sex in the womb? Now then you gay, then you're born gay. But see, that's what I was saying. So we need to address all of these type of things because, like, especially with people that's in this, you know, that bring out this stuff, that's leaders and 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 special or so-called spiritual leaders. A lot of this stuff has to be addressed as well because people need. That's why I said people need healing. People need to heal it, just like the good sister, uh, sister Joyce De Gray wrote the book. Uh, uh, what was that damn? What was the name of that book? Let me get the book right. I want to say it right. Uh, post-traumatic slave syndrome. That's it. Post-traumatic slave syndrome. And see how she go in that book, talking about the things that how a lot of people, man, are still psychological damage, even though it's years later, years after way after slavery. A lot of people still have post-traumatic slave syndrome. And I would even have to say, brother minister. Well, let me go ahead and read here. She says, American legacy: enduring injury and healing. A lot of people still have to be here. There's a lot of shit that we do. And I know some people say we try to play the victim. We try to play that victim role when we mention that uh, we still traumatized from slavery. But, you know, there's a lot of things that black people are. They are. Hell, even with the thing about Kanye West going up there acting the goddamn what he did. How we know that's not a post-dramatic slave syndrome when he was doing it. Have some, uh, it. And see, <laughs> that's why I said So when people saying he's crazy, you got to understand the brother said he talked about mental health. So he may be, you know, like I said, listen to cold. He might be asking for fucking help. He said it. He may be asking for help. He said it. He said it while he was there. He said. So why are we criticizing the brother? That's what I'm saying. Somebody needs to pull that young brother to the side. Come here, young brother. We need you. Need some help, brother. 
We understand. We've been through it. Because he mentioned slavery. He mentioned the type of thing that we've been through. So somebody needs this. You like you said, we got it, man. That's it. He represents all of us. Instead of and that's it. Instead of criticizing it, brother, we need to be snatching snatching these young cats and sisters and like, come on here, bro. We need look, bro. You know, I understand. I ain't gonna criticize what you do, man. I, you know, I wouldn't have did that, but look here, bro. We see something kind of like you know, maybe an un, you know imbalancing, brother. Look, let's help you out, bro. Because you you hey, crying so, out for help. You that's crying out for help, saying, man. But a lot of people ain't 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 gonna see it that way with him. You know, the people too hard because they think. Because they thinking he's stupid. Because what he going to Donald Trump? And see, and, and what, if, if we don't go out to it, what they gonna run to? See, that's the thing about it. When you just sit back, somebody got to take that initiative. I I probably can't do it because hell, I ain't in that league like that. I ain't got no money. But somebody got to to do it instead of criticizing that cat. And come here, come here, bro. Like I'm gonna take like what's here. Like Cat Williams said when he started talking about uh, um, the young sister that I always talk about her. I like the sister that is a comedian, Tiffany Haddix. He said when he started, when he went in about Tiffany Haddix and the thing they had, he said they hit up and called him. He said it one decides hit him up. And, you know, he said I got a little chest tied. They asked him about he said I got a little chest tied. One decides, you know, man, she got on me a little bit like that, and he calmed down. He apologized. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm saying. Some of them cats in that rim like that and they're not pull that cat to the side, man. But he asked him for help. But if, if if the black community, you know what I'm saying, who he feels that he could be with, the Jay-Z's or something like that, they ain't doing it. Well, what is he going to do? He going to feel because he, he around white people like Kim Kardashian and them. He feels that's it. Hey, they're my, these are my friends. That's who I got. The black community don't care nothing about me. So this is who I got to run to. Yeah, I love Trump. Because the black community don't give a fuck about me. Yeah, I love Trump. Because he, he, he's sitting here, he will listen to me. I can't go to Farrakhan, oh, my new day. Farrakhan ain't telling me to come to his house and sit down and talk to me. Donald Trump telling me to come to the White House? Fuck it, I'm going to go to the White House. But I'd rather go see Farrakhan. I would rather go see Jesse Jackson. I'd rather go see Al. Jesse, them from, what was she, from Chicago, Al, but here in New York. I'd rather go see them brothers. They're not trying to talk to me. So, so that was it, man. So a lot of shit we can criticize, but a lot of our people need help. So even in the gay community, it is talk about they need some of them need help, man. Them children have been molested by all these fucking priests. Who's helping them? I seen them talk about that earlier, a gay dude. And you know, well he ain't gonna call him gay, but he was molested when he was young. People, man, they deal with a lot of damage, man. So I'm not just saying I'm, I'm beating up. I'm beating up. When I talk about it, I beat up on the agenda because that's what a lot of this shit is. It is an agenda, and that's what we have to stop them pushing it because it, at the same time, we got people going through stuff. They're struggling mental with a lot of different mental illnesses, but then you take a people adva- uh, take uh, people take advantage of that, so even just say just Kanye West, go back again. If he having the mental issues and Donald Trump see this and he's taking advantage of of, of, of uh, Kanye and his mental illness, what he doing, he, he he need to be held accountable for that. That's right. And so 
That's what I'm saying. So he, he, not just him. So we don't got to, we, and we shouldn't just say that because it's fucking Donald Trump. We should say that it's about all this stuff. When his agenda that these LGBT and all that shit they doing, we should be saying, man, sounding the trumpet loud, man, because they're attacking your babies, our babies. And I really got to say something, because I'm about to be a grandfather in January. I got a young man, and this is scary. I didn't want no more. I didn't want no more children. But now my son, I knew I had a son, and I knew eventually one day that he was going to have a child, and and he's getting ready to have a daughter. I'm talking my granddaughter. So, man, it's goddamn it now. It's scary for me, man, to know I'm going to have a granddaughter, grandchild, got to grow up in this goddamn society like this. All right. right on. Congratulations. Hey. Congrats, granddaddy, yeah, granddaddy, son, Rick. Oh, hey. Yeah, well, appreciate that, but it, it, it's bigger than that, though, man. It, it's about, it's bigger than me just being a granddaddy. It's about a society that child has to be raised in, man. And I know, like, That's the right. general Bible says about we got to be fruitful and multiply, bro, but it's scary mo- being fruitful and multiplying in this fucking society, man. And hey, you know I, what? I'm talking about. And hey, you know what, bro, son, Rick? They got yes, they got grew up in a gay ass place right now too. Yeah. Right now, everybody gay out here now. Like the sisters, females out here. Shit, yeah. like and do you it try have to get your good way, job. Try to get your good job. You gotta be gay to get it. You know, hell, a lot of these managers are fucking dykes and shit. These dudes out here, damn homos out here, man. Oh, yeah, man. Mm-hmm. And black organization? Shit. I can't believe some of the black men that I see wearing some of the clothes they be having on. It's unbelievable. A black man, man. He, got, he got a beard, he got a you know, a thick mustache, a nice, you know, a full beard, and he got on some tight fitting pants with his underwear showing. <laughs> you know what? I seen that shit the other day. And you know what, brother Justice? It's funny you mention that because you up in Philly with all the niggas that's like that. Cause my cousin, my cousin is up there in uh, North Philly, and I been up in North Philly last year when I went to Dover Downs because you know I went to Dover Downs right. Casino last year. Yeah. And, they and look I, like go ahead, brother. Downs is like. Uh, maybe 20 minutes away from North Philly. We went there, right? I went to North Philly. And I seen niggas in skinny jeans and long beards. And I'm sitting there, and what you saying, you are absolutely right, Open. You are absolutely right. I ain't lying. It's, 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 man, it's, 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 man, let me tell you something, man. Every day, all day, it is terrible up here with this, man. And like, as soon as you put on some kind of clothes like that, man, that's taking away that's taking away your masculinity and your manhood. You're going to not feel as strong as you did before you put them on. You're not going to feel, as, you know, as manly as you should. When you put that stuff on, it's going to make you feel like you girly or you, you slipping. And that's what's but, going on. Everybody's slipping up here, man. But you know what? But, but let me, but let me ask y'all something though. Do y'all, do y'all think they know that's wrong, or you think they, they, they think that's the fashion? You think that's the trend, brother Sunray? But it's you know trend. what, though? I see man, plenty of damn Muslims like that. Hell, yep, Zion, yep. let's be wearing. Hell, brother yep. Sunray, 
I want to put your ball on the spot inside your legs. He wears skinny jeans and lip gloss and shit. So I, and he Hebrew. I know you know who Zion Lex is. Look that nigga up. He stay wearing Not, skinny I, jeans. I know who he is. I yeah, know who he is. Him and Shock almost. You ain't beat up Shock almost. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. Nigga, Man, before they was doing all of this, I was we was talking about this back in like 2099. We was talking about this and they were starting to wear little skinny jeans and stuff. And I was like, man, anybody who wear that, they going to end up being gay. And sure hey, enough, you know what, look, look how many people. Yeah. Go, ahead. Go ahead, Chief. Who, who the fashion you designer? Who, the, who are the fashion designers? They're all gay. They, they are. It's crazy. Whoa. I'm a licensed cosmetologist and barber. And I'm going to tell you something. But Joe, it, it's like everybody. Man, I know that's a beautician. I'm the only beautician, male beautician that ain't gay and that ain't like that. And I don't wear skinny jeans. I ain't lying. No, I, I thought you might wear skinny jeans, Big Chief. I thought you might have had a pair. I mean, I, I have in the past. Don't get me wrong. When I was a little, yeah. when I was yeah. dumb, when I was dumb. <laughs> but see, I meant my fault. You know what I'm saying? When I was younger, I wore skinny jeans. I ain't gonna fucking lie. And you, you I, have, look, your but, jeans are tight in the in the calf area, chief. But yeah, but see, that's what got what my fucking problem was. One time, I bent up, down, put them on a pair of Levi's. Cause you know I used to wear like the skinny jean Levi's. And I had somebody touch my ass. A blood <laughs> touch my ass. Damn. So, so, and, and Brother Sunray, I'm, I'm, look, and I, I knocked the fuck out the motherfucker. And I stopped wearing skinny jeans after that. And I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> I stopped wearing skinny jeans after that. I knocked that motherfucker out. And I Why stopped wearing skinny jeans. And I ain't going to lie. I, look, I was, look. I was tying my motherfucking shoe, and I felt something from behind me. It was in, yeah, I saw a motherfucking spot. I knocked his ass out. Got into a fight. I ain't going to lie. But look, I stopped wearing skinny jeans after that. And I used to wear not the Levi's. You know what I'm talking about? Brother Sir Ray, Levi's. You know what I'm talking about? Levi's, I used to rock the Levi's, the country boy shit, cause I'm from the country. And I'll tell you, I was where I was shit. I had that happen to me, and I was like, I knocked the hell out the motherfucker, but I stopped wearing skinny jeans after that. They're not skinny jeans, but Levi's. I don't, I don't know what you consider skinny jeans. Like, for a brother like me, I'm big. So I was big back then, but I was like, I think about 200 and. 50 pounds, but I wore skin, I wore the Levi's, because I always wore Dickies, but then when I won't wear Dickies, I would wear, like, Levi's, and so all I, cheap, like, cheap, I was, go ahead, man, go finish. So, but, I mean, for a big dude, I don't know what you would consider skeezy, because anything that's jeans don't really fit on fat nigga like that anyway. 
Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, when I wore, like, shit, like, those jeans, like, Levi's, it was always tight on But I know after that, I never wore them again. And plus, I my back was starting to hurt. I used to sell jean shorts and jean pants to big fellas. Mm-hmm. Size 48, size 50, size 52, 54. So I I never had no skinny jeans for nobody when I sold jeans. Now, it wasn't really not fashionable when I was selling my jeans. So I'm talking about before 2000 and 2001. <laughs> it wasn't nobody wearing nothing like that. But after that, so whatever, if you saying you wore them, you wore them in the last... 15 years because it wasn't really no big no big people had, had yeah. no skinny jeans. I mean, it was more Levi's. I mean, I wore more Levi's, but I mean, Levi's is kind of tight as shit, though. Like, when you talk about Levi's, Levi's will break your fucking back. Like, they're kind of, you know, they will break your fucking back. You, you're a big dude, man, Levi's. You can't put your fucking wallet in your pocket. You know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah. I used to have some when I was a young boy. So I remember they was cut tight, you know. They were yeah. cut tight. Damn. But I don't know what you consider them skinny jeans. Because, I mean, like, I'm big. Not more Levi's, but. Skinny jeans, bro, they, if, your mama, if they fit like leotards, them skinny jeans. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> All right, so I'm, I know what you're talking about. You shouldn't be able to see a man's shape of his legs at all. I don't think you should. So if you there got you on go. Shoes, there you, go. You, you got a form going on, and you not yeah. you attractive to some damn body out there. They looking back at you like, oh, okay. You know. Guy, you know. And then his behind showing, and half his behind is showing with his but underwear. You know what? His underwear is on. Okay. But you know what? Brothers Justice and Brothers Sunray, how the hell is the majority of these brothers that wear skinny jeans and that look real gayish get all the women? You know what I said, shit? Like, because the women that yeah, go ahead. Looking gay is like the most attractive thing to most of these females nowadays. That's like, what I'm saying. I'm saying that, that's a style. That's why I said they think it's the style. That's why I said. When if you see a lot of them, they don't really think it. They don't. Some of them don't think that's wrong. They think it's the style because you go to the store and buy them damn clothes. Because I, I bought a pair of jeans with a couple of months ago, and man, I put that got them home. At first, I seen the ones that looked like skinny jeans. Like, oh hell no! So I bought some jeans. I thought you know it was gonna be you know gonna you'll be all right. Uh, man, I got them home and I, I wore them out. So I'm like, God damn, feel like my. I feel like my ass out. I feel like wind blowing. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, damn. Yeah. But they was up on me though. But it just kind of felt like my. And that's where they fit. They just like the width. Like they make them where your butt part supposed to be. Like you know from your. Uh, I don't know. I don't know your whole buttock part where it be. It's like they shrink that part for some particular reason. It'll be hanging long and you know and whatever, and not tight on your leg. But they still like they shrink that little part where your belt line supposed to be. We almost feel like your butt showing. I'm like, man, right. hell no. Come all the way up your butt. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's how they you know, do it. I know I'm balling, baby. You got to be yep. careful that's when they're buying your shoes, man, because they're, they're showing up trying to make you feel gay out there, bro. Be careful. Yeah, and like, and like, you, you be like, Prince, 
like Prince, like yeah. Prince. You be looking like Prince, stick with your ass up. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> like does my butt look big in these pants? <laughs> oh hell no. Nah. <laughs> but like it, 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 it's, it's man, a lot of this stuff is like now so psychological. The people that they've been so psychological programmed, the brothers think it that's the style because they yep. see their favorite rappers wearing this stuff, yep. and then the sister think it's cool. That's why she likes to see the brother. She don't mind seeing the brother, and it ain't all of them because I see them sisters they can't stand it. But that's some that. of them they like that's that, and and there be some of them sisters that you might call hood rat or ratchet. And, and hell, so they they kind of liked it. And I seen some professional types too. I seen brother man wearing a damn suit, had his suit pants sagging. I'm like, come on, for real? Mm. <laughs> the psych- bro, I'm telling you, man, it's a psychological thing. These psychological damage like that now, bro. They don't they don't know how to wear this shit up on the they they belt tight. If, now if you if you wear your belt on your waist like you know like we supposed to. You know, like we was always taught, like we're older cats, so we wear our belt up on there like that. Oh man, they gonna think you a nerd or something. Man, nobody wear they pants like that no more. And you know what? I had a girl that did me like that recently. I had a girl that did me like that about a couple of months ago. She called me a nerd because I wore my pants up. And and I'm like, what the Mm -hmm. fuck is wrong with you? I'm like, I looked at that bitch. She was like, oh, you is Steve I said, bitch, you know what? Why in the fuck do you want to see a man ass all day? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, That's right. You better not tuck your shirt in and your pants are all the way at your waist. You better not do that. I used to no. do that, brother. So, man. <laughs> they really got to talk bad about your ass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh yeah, brother. So I had that too. And you know what? It's a shame too when a brother tries to look at and look up the par and try to look professional. Sisters don't like it. And I've worked in a professional places where sisters is, and not just sisters, even the white folks make funny. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, motherfucker, you supposed to be professional, not professional. You got a problem with that shit. Like, you know, I ain't lying. Like, mm. that time is where shit flipped upside down. And the male is taking on the female bullshit. And the, man, the woman taking on the man shit. Like, even with females, where they, they switch shit, they wear the shit man should be fucking wearing. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, these sisters walk around back in, white feet so on. Right. Right. It's a choice because you're right. I see the, the, yep. some of the sisters, they dress more manly than the dudes. The dudes are more feminine than the women are. So yep. it's definitely a choice. You chose to wear yes, everything you got on. And, and you feel some type of way once you put that on. It definitely affects your spirit. And mm-hmm. so a lot of women are raising up these young men to be soft, and they mm-hmm. are agreeable with this. They yeah. got them right in their house, and they punching and hitting the man right out of them. They beating the manhood out of them, and 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 coaching them. Coaching them to be uh, punks, 
Psychological program that's being pushed. That that's a that's a that's a like I said cause and effect. There's a re, there's a reason why they're doing that. Why how did they go? How we didn't how we wasn't doing it, and how did they get to this uh, debt cycle? I even had you know. So it's something it's something it's something behind that why they doing that. And and I tell y'all something else too. That's why I said we got to. It's a lot of stuff that we have to address because now we talk about me and not being in the home. But here's something I'm gonna give y'all brothers something that's happening here in this city. We just had we just had two infants got killed by two men uh, within a two week span. Now they weren't the, they weren't the let me see now they want I think one of, I don't know there's a new case just happened I don't know if this dude was the father I know one of them wasn't the father he was the step well baby baby I don't know the boyfriend or whatever he beat and killed. A baby, I think the well, brother probably about I don't know six, seven. No, probably not that old. I forgot. But he beat it and killed him. And just the other day, they said, "Brother, I think the baby was two years old." The guy claimed he was playing with the baby, throwing the baby up in the air and stuff, and said the baby fell on his head and this and that came unresponsive and this and that. Found out they found a whole bunch of crack ribs and some more stuff. When I bring that up because I'm seeing a lot of cases even happening here in this city. That a lot of these so-called so-called men are beating and killing these children, these babies now. So even now, just talking about the men in the house, whether it's stepdad, boyfriend, whatever, they're killing these children. And that's why I said 
it's it's we have a lot of shit to deal with. Excuse me, Stern. A lot of stuff to deal with that's going on with our people psychologically, and a lot of stuff that that's been programmed that's damaging to that that's damaging out here. So we got a lot to deal with. And but the same time that that we I had to go back to the Bible, man. It talks about this how people were gonna become lovers of sales, ourselves. Uh, and uh, a lot giving in to a lot of sexual perversion, and man, they doing this a lot of whole bunch of sexual perversion going on out here. So it's it's a lot, man, and and it's already been told that these type of thing won't happen. So even you know the church, they say it's gonna be a great falling away. You see a lot of folks leaving the church, which a lot of people are like, oh, that's a good thing, good them goddamn folks leaving them goddamn churches, but it. See, some things ain't always a good thing that y'all think because there's something always behind why these type of things. Because if the Bible said, hey, that it's going to be a great falling away, but a lot of people that's cheerleading that, they see they don't know. They're just glad black folk leaving the church, and these are kind of thinking, but they better know there's a consequence or something coming behind this why they leaving the church. There's something that's going to come behind that. So you look at some things and tell me, oh, that's a good thing. Your ass don't know the whole, you better learn the ins and outs of why these type of things are happening. But just as y'all were talking about Brother Day, uh, Brother Day, uh, other day, Brother Day, about all these storms that's happening. Why these storms are happening and they're worse than what they have. Some people say it's Hop, Hop doing this. It could be. It could be they manipulating, and it could be a lot of the things that's happening with this planet. Like it's talking about the poles are off, uh, off balance, uh, off kind of tipping off its axis. A lot of things like that happen when, when you know, when that happens. A lot of uh, climatic changes are happening with the planet. So we got to look at a lot of this stuff. What's going on? So something you cheerlead out. I'm glad this shit happening. You better find out a little bit more. Why these type of things are happening? Because when you chillies, I'm glad it's happening. You gonna fuck around and gonna be wishing you hadn't had that been chillies before. You should have been goddamn getting ready for some prevention. So we ought to keep our eyes open and look at you know what's really going on in this world. Like I said, don't let the political bullshit man get you distracted because hey, there's a reason behind that too. If you really understood a lot of this stuff, the Book of Daniel, you understand the Book of Revelation, a lot of this stuff that people say it's the white man Bible or the white man book, but a white man he playing out his script like it's a movie because he is happening. A lot of these stuff that he said or what it not he said, but what was written, they playing it out. They playing that script out awfully good. Because a lot of these things are happening, but I tell you, man, we better watch out. Man, get your damn man. You better get back and, like I said, in tune. I ain't, I ain't saying this God will get yourself in tune with nature, spiritually in tune. You need to tune up. You better tighten up. You better tighten up. That's all I can say. And like I said, it's been always written. What people want to talk about, whether it was the, in, in, in the Hebrew, or it was in uh, hell, whatever kind of spiritual practice. That, that always talked about getting in line, and here's and and I'm gonna do this on uh this is why I said man, family, y'all go and uh sign up when well, I sign up, but subscribe to Liberation Tabernacle Ministries because I really want to have some stuff I really want to be going into on that on that channel, the Liberation Tabernacle Ministry, going on the spiritual level and other kind of things with um dealing with that that I you know separate. That's why I said the ministry, liberation tabernacle ministry is going to be separate from anything else. I won't deal with no damn politics, none of that, dealing with that channel. I ain't dealing with none of that. 
over there. And we're not. We're gonna just deal do, do with spiritual things and uh, and on that level. Uh, even if probably mental issues and whatever, from a spiritual perspective, dealing with that. So y'all check it out because I got some things I want to do with that right there. But um, I knew what it is, man. Like I said, don't get caught. I just gotta keep reiterating. Don't get caught up in the silly shit. Because you know a lot of this shit we are being, well, not we are, they are trying to socially engineer a lot of us. And so you get caught up in the little dynamic, you your ass is playing to that Facebook is good at it. They tell y'all, man, how they use uh, social engineering and, and, and doing things with algorithms and shit. And it just so happened today, they're talking about how so many millions or whatever billions how people have been hacked. Your Facebook pages have been hacked. It's about the second That's time right. recently. Mm-hmm. So what's going on? So they could tell y'all that, and they, hey, go check your settings. And everybody go check y'all settings, see have you been hacked. They might be telling you that the program you had to see exactly how you're going to respond to certain critical issues or certain issues making you think it's something critical to see exactly how many people are going to do it. And even when your brother y'all talked about that that Donald Trump alert, you know how you who who knows if you really being programmed and seeing how you gonna respond, seeing how people gonna react. So just be careful, family. Y'all keep your eye, keep your real eyes open, and don't be so quick to jump in and because like talking about them gatekeepers, <laughs> you gatekeepers. Be careful. That's all I'm gonna say. That's why I said sometime, man, I'm just, I'm learning. I'm going to have to learn. I have to hold my control and start saying I got to keep my mouth closed on a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. I've been learning, I have to learn it lately because I've been saying certain things and seem like people don't want to hear it. You know, they don't want to hear shit. You got to really, this stuff that you're really trying to say. They're talking to you about a whole bunch of foolishness, but when you're trying to put them up on some real stuff, nah, brother, that ain't the situation, man. You know, man, this and that. Okay, so I'm going to learn how. In my love of really trying to help people, I'm going to start learning how to shut my damn mouth. It's kind of hard, but I'm going to start learning how to stay out of certain situations. I mean, conversation. Some people now, I'm just going to leave, it, leave them the hell alone. I might, I'm going to try to, I got to do my job. Now, one thing is, like they said, take the blood off your hand. I might hit hit you with a little something. I see all that reject. Man, I ain't, you know, you know, I ain't really into that. I don't need to know. Okay, well, I did my job because even as a part of said in the Holy Quran, that says that when your person, uh, it kind of like the Bible says it too, y'all. Remember Hosea 6 and 4. Yeah, probably, I know y'all get tired of me saying this one. Hosea 6 and 4 says that uh, our people are lost for the lack of knowledge. Our people are lost for the lack of knowledge because they rejected knowledge. But also, even when you go into the Quran, it talks about how people will start rejecting knowledge. And whoever come, and you come to trying to hit them with something, you know, trying to help them. And they keep not just you, but people trying to help them out, give them a little knowledge of something. They constantly always rejecting it. Every damn thing comes to them, they rejecting it. It says, according to the Holy Quran, it says Allah or God will put a seal on their heart. So even when they want to start accepting stuff, they won't. They can't. They won't will not be able to receive it because they rejected stuff so much. They won't be able to do it. I don't say, y'all, man, God, cool, man. I don't want to serve no God like that. But, hey, that's how things are, man. Because when you reject shit so much, it's just like I said, if you don't use it, you will lose it. It's called knowledge. If you don't lose, uh, use it, you will lose it. 
So if somebody trying to constantly keep getting you, you you ain't gonna accept it. You, you're not gonna get it. Your heart has been your heart. Even if you thought your mind might say, "I need to get that knowledge right there," your heart ain't gonna allow you to do it. That's why I say, "See your heart." It's about nature. It ain't really about a God doing that. Your heart won't allow you to accept it because you've been reject, rejecting it so long. You your heart ain't gonna let you do it. It's all about you. So we keep talking about a God concept, and you're gonna understand some of these stories. I mean, these, these these stories that it's talking about you. What's happening with you? It ain't about no God in the sky, and a lot of these things talk about the inner inner workings of you. But that's the only thing we're gonna go with. Little Ray's Tabernacle Ministries, man. But I tell you, I keep your eyes open, man, and uh, be vigilant. Be vigilant and and watch. Quit getting mad, bro. Motherfucker like you know I mean excuse me. With somebody go see the old crazy ass Trump, man. Look at look at some more stuff that's going on. Cause they might be just playing a script telling you, hey, wake y'all ass up. <laughs> we know we ain't trying to do shit for real. We trying to tell y'all to wake y'all ass up, but y'all ain't paying attention. Y'all ain't paying attention. No, real so even president. when Trump was saying was they I was gonna say if you know, a real president would have been out in Florida and parts of North Carolina and different places where that hurricane went through, and he would be out there with the people and trying to get them some um, some encouragement, you know, that things are going to be all right, we're going to help you all out. But he chilling in the White House talking about, yeah, this is where everybody came to see. They didn't want us to do anything else. He's talking about, I put up all these meetings today, but this is what everybody wanted to see, Kanye West, you know. Uh, you know, so you know, they, but, but then he, t- they, but then, but then he tell you he, but then he tell everybody before y'all, everybody voted. Then he tell y'all he wasn't no, then he tell y'all he wasn't no uh, politician. Then he tell everybody I'm not a politician. Really, I'm a businessman. Then he tell everybody about that. So he gonna stay back try to make some goddamn money. Yeah, I know people's like, well, he's the president, man. He's supposed to. Politicians will play that fucking game with you for photo ops. Cause they want to, they want to be reelected and all of that shit all over again. I thought he's supposed to. It's a lot of shit that's supposed to. Your neighborhood preacher's supposed to come out when, when they have people that's in their church. They supposed to go visit the sick in the shut-ins. But you got a lot of them preachers who don't go do that. They don't do that. They supposed to do that. Oh, 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 my bad. I forgot. They do if they the big number. If they a big donor or or titles in the church. Uh, my bad. Yes, they do. They do that. But if you ain't now one of them, you just want no paying old ten dollar type for every week. They ain't coming to see you. They gonna send old Deacon Deacon Jones down there to come holler at you. How you doing, Sister Betty May? I do all right. What pastor? Well, you know he couldn't see you. He they gonna lie and say he doing this and that. He buying his new jet like Crystal Dollar. He doing this and you know. But what the hell going on? What the hell was that? But yeah, they supposed to do that too. But do they? Nope. So it's a lot of shit people are supposed to do. <laughs> Don't look at this because it's hey, back, You know, all the rest of the presidents, <laughs> all of them, they went to the uh, hurricane victims and tried to get them comfort and try to, you know, tell them, you know, he's going to try to yep. help them out. But, but you missed the part I said, though. Did you still missed the part I said. What was they? He, he ain't no politician. But, he a businessman. Bam. They were politicians. They, This dude ain't... He ain't everybody else. I, I, I got to say it. And I'm trying to say, tell y'all this. 
quit looking for this motherfucker to do something to everybody, acting like he supposed to follow the script. That's why I'm trying to say this to everybody. I'm trying to say it in a nice way. This motherfucker do what he's going to do what he's going to do. He, he let y'all know he's not going to do what everybody else do. He told everybody that when he got the vote. So why everybody trying to make him do what the average politician's been so-called been doing? He ain't going to do that. That See, quit, here, here's my thing why I'm saying this. Quit putting, and I know I'm not saying you do you just, but I'm just saying in general. People, quit putting your hopes up and hope a motherfucker going to do something for you or follow the things y'all hope they going to be or should be doing. And then when they don't, you be you 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 feel like your feelings got hurt because you thought they was gonna do this or you thought they was gonna be especially politicians. You thought they was gonna do this and now you your your feelings all hurt. That's what anyone in leaders, the motherfucker in the country community, y'all thought polite was gonna do the best good thing. Oh, I like Daniela's song. He talked about polite. Them, them two, I knew you were gonna come there that day. You uh, thought they uh, was gonna do the right thing. And then they, then when they ran off with your money, now y'all hurt. Oh, but somebody been, some people been telling y'all, look, bro, them some crooks. No, man, he be, see, he be talking that, he be, man, he be spitting that knowledge, bro. He be telling us this. He was on a hidden color, man. That brother, man, he the shit, but he ain't never built shit to show you he really about something. He ain't did nothing to even show and prove that he was about something. <laughs> I love Tariq. I love Tariq. That's what he did. Fuck that nigga. Not doing. My family loves Tariq because he's from Alabama. Like I guess a lot of my family. And that nigga ain't. Killed you, sir. Who that Tariq? Yeah. Oh, pimping ass Tariq, my shit. Yeah, the pimp. See the pimp gang. The pimp gang didn't work for him, so. He just came to the conscious community because, like I said, like what Donald Trump said, he said you can run under, you can run as a Republican. They so damn stupid, they'll believe anything. So that's the same way with the goddamn country community. Just say you follow Kim and get you a tattoo or, or, or get you a ump on your arm or a red, black, and green flag. The country community will fall for any fucking thing. Hey, you know what? That's Zaz- how Zaz Ali was a damn a stripper. And a prostitute at one half. Hold up, Dave. God damn, hold up now. Wait a minute, bro. <laughs> where you go? Ah, where you get? Where you be getting your information? Hold up, now. Hold up, man. Jeez. Tyreek not see they exposed it. And she got real quiet because Tyreek was like back in the night when he was in California because, you know, she's from Cali. Tyreek now, she yeah. back in the day, she used to go he, he said he knew her for me back in the day because they had a fight. And Tyreek was like, I knew Zaza Ali back when she had short hair and she was a damn stripper named Ginger. And she got real quiet because Tyreek put, put.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.